attention, attention Overly blunt in this one, first to mention Gotta get your Thursday right for the weekend Overly blunt podcast for the treatment Keeping this shit a hundred not a notch low Cause 99 too far from a hundo New week, new Thursday, OBOP Cause we used to do Garage Band when we first started And it was like so fucking difficult No, well yeah, it's Garage Band Exactly, so we just like one day I don't know where we were, <laughs> garage where, were we? where were we? We were somewhere and I was just like Fuck it, this bot dropped 200 I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. Podcast I don't even know. We we literally bought gear on the podcast and started completely over. Like we bought all stuff and it didn't work out and I literally just dumped it and we started completely over. Like it was like I was probably so like pissed at myself. Four, like four grand in whole yeah, thing. like I was so mad at myself. Damn. I was like, we should have gone. I went cheap in the beginning. I totally fucked myself. I should have gone. I should just drop cash because I ended up dropping the cash anyways. Mm-hmm. And I should have just bought the H six zoom right off the bat. I should have bought the higher mics like we did. And it would have all worked out. I was pissed at myself. So mad. That yeah. so lesson learned: never go cheap. Even never like go cheap. even like the like every like even that camera. You know what I mean? It's like we're like debating right now getting a nicer one. What camera is that? That's a Sony sixty five A or A sixty five hundred. We're thinking about going to a Sony A seven three. That's a full sensor. So like, but like, the funny thing is when you when you take all our video content and like push it down to a cell phone, you can't even tell the difference. You can't. No. Like, I use a GH5, so it's 10-bit. Yeah. And it does look clear on YouTube, but IG and None of Twitter, it. When you it push it down, really doesn't. When you push it down to an iPhone screen, it like, doesn't even matter. Yeah. So that's why when people bitch, like, oh, I don't have content, I'm like, dude, you can shoot on your phone. It doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? So it's just lack of laziness. Sorry. Also, also your phone doesn't compress as much, so. Well, honestly, the reason why I also like a camera is because it draws attention. Literally, like, when we go do our food vlog like we did today, like, I mean, now we're at a point now where, like, we walk into restaurants, people know who we are. Like, tacos, ta- not tacos, retro taco the other day, the boys walked in, and people knew who we were based on, like, social. So, like, having a camera is, like, just, like, more official than, like, walking around with a cell phone. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, for us, it's, like, the attention grab is more than anything because then I want them to talk to me. It's just a way to get more people's attention is with a camera. So that's why we have it. I mean, you can shoot everything on an iPhone, but it just sucks. Does and it's editing is not as easy. Uh, no, I I mean I disagree because the ten uh, the iPhone X and the eleven you can do it, but I feel like that just has to be your main thing. Oh, just shooting on a phone. Yeah. Like, what we're what we're starting to do now that we kind of like is like pulling. Like they'll pull my stories now on the blog. Yeah. So they'll pull my stories if I'm not with them. So then it's just like a different kind of like cut piece in a, in a vlog. But overall camera, like we, I like shooting on a big camera. Yeah. You used to talking um, in front of a camera. I mean like you used to doing the whole, the whole camera shit now? No. Yeah. I mean I've been on camera for four years now. You know what I mean? I've only had social for four years. But like I'm in front of a camera so much like like 80% of the time now. Do you so like? Do you enjoy it? No, I fucking hate it. <laughs> no, I, I, I hate it. Like. I hate it because it's like <laughs> you always have to think of something new, you know. And I think what people don't realize is like I spend a lot of money on social each month. I mean, my to be on social media for me per month is seven G's a month. Oh, seven grand to just post on social media for me. That's not counting gear. That's not counting the camera. The camera just broke like three weeks ago, and we had to buy a new camera or not buy it but fix it. It was like six hundred bucks plus Whoa. new cameras plus new lighting plus new mics plus new podcast gear plus we flew to florida and it didn't know it was going to cost us 250 bucks to fly our podcast gear there and we're there 
I've got to fly it. You know what I mean? So just for me to post on social media, seven G's a month, right? Seven grand, just a post. And so that's the thing. And so it's like, if I'm not pushing out tons of content, then why am I spending my money on? You know what I mean? Like if I'm not having my guys push out tons and tons of content, like what's the point of paying them each month? What's the point of having a media team? That is the point. If you're not taking care of my media team. You know what I mean? Like this one guy actually posted there. My, my brother who's an agent with me has a guy that kind of helps him out. And this guy said something the other day, cause my brother doesn't, is not as active as I am in video. And like the guy's like, I can't edit air. Like it's my job to keep these guys busy with content. Right. So if I'm not on camera or thinking of the new idea or like none of that stuff, it's like, then what are we doing here? It's like, Every idea is mine. The food vlog's my idea. The podcast idea, all the whiteboard videos are my ideas. Everything is all mine. So plus trying to run a company, I also have to think of content every single day. Like, so it never stops. And that's the one thing that people don't realize is that when it's, when you're just, I'm, I don't use Instagram to post my food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm posting to draw business awareness, attention. Like you have to now technically think, okay, what am I posting? Why am I posting that? How am I going to angle it? How do I get more likes? How do I use hashtags? How do I do this? Like, and then when you push something out really good and it doesn't work, you're like, fuck. But then some crappy girl gets like <laughs> five times the likes because she has an ass on her. And I'm over here pushing out valuable content that can actually make you money and actually grow you as a person and I get 10 likes and you're getting 250 likes and like you're in the Instagram game people are glorifying you as an Instagram pro and it's like if you were a dude no one yeah if you were a dude Mm -hmm. you would never even get one like and that's the thing is like that's not content to post a photo of yourself and then write crushing it today no you're not you just took a photo of yourself in the perfect lighting (laughs) And I think that's what's so stupid about Instagram and social media is that it's like, it's like you get mad when guys slide in your DMs, but then you post stuff to make guys slide into your DMs. Facts. Right? Facts, yo. Facts. And they like, talk about like, nah, I don't want attention, but you really, they really do. You really do. They really want attention. Right? So then for me, it's like. I trapping. But that's the thing. And so it's like so difficult being a guy on social media because it's like, okay, I'm pushing out valuable content. And then it's like how many, t- you know, even though you see my stuff where I'm ranting, Bro, there's sometimes I even want to go even more off, but I have to like stop myself That's me because I day. have an image <laughs> that I have to perceive myself where it's like, I can't completely go off all the time because it's like, I am running for mayor and I posted. You are? No. Oh, I was like, oh shit. No, I would never <laughs> want that job. But in, in my like, head, oh. But in my head, I am. I need to walk. My goal is to walk into a place and everyone know who I am. That's literally the goal. When we walk into a restaurant or a bar or somewhere at night or anywhere, I want at least one person to know who I am. For? For attention. Attention is everything, man. But so is it though? It's 100%. So you still want attention, but um, you just want, you, you provide content with your attention. Yes. You, pro- you provide valuable content with your attention that you want. Because when you have attention, you can get anything you want right okay whatever yeah. whatever you choose to what that is right like mm-hmm. perfect example let's take someone who has massive attention take someone like kim kardashian right kim kardashian has massive attention right she's they're one of the most popular people on the line and what is she doing now she's um she's freeing prisoners 
with her attention. So she's bringing to light, because she has so much attention, she's bringing to light positiveness by getting people out of jail that are in prison that they shouldn't be in prison, right? Perfect example, like, so for anyone who has attention, and after you get that attention, you then can choose what you do with it. For example, like I sell houses right now, but then if tomorrow I went to switch to something else, I already have everyone's attention. I would slowly make that transition, right? But if I have no one's attention, then it doesn't matter what I switch. No so, one's going to even know. You just want a loyal platform. I just want people, I want to put out valuable content that help people, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, but you also want a like foundation of, hey, you guys support my ideas in whatever situation mm -hmm. I put myself in. This is what I'm doing tomorrow. Like that's yeah. what you, instead of, hey, I'm a realtor, you're more so like, it, hey, I'm Adam. Yeah. Watch, yeah. watch yeah. me sell houses and uh, this I, isn't working. Watch me do this. Well, I look at it as like passively, right? passively selling that's how i see things are i'm passively selling what i do in real estate based on just showing you and then you get to make the decision yeah. if you want to work with me but it's the same thing like now i have a media company so now like we do a shitty job we do need to do a really good job about selling pushing the media company because i want to get these guys business more, oh, more yeah. business i want them to be doing more side projects i want them because i have the attention so now i can get these kids more money on side projects to make more money, right? So now it's like, okay, I need to do a better job this year coming up of, all right, I already got houses locked down. That's easy. Now I need to work on, okay, how do I get these guys more business, right? How do I maybe start a t-shirt company? Like we created this t-shirt. How do I help One Love IE grow? How do I help you guys grow? Because it's like, whatever we've done, whatever I've done in four years has worked. I went from literally sleeping on a couch four years ago to now I own a company and a media company and I've handled over $75 million in real estate in four years, right? Like not too many agents in Riverside can say that, right? Talk and that, that shit, Adam. <laughs> You're on the OB podcast. Talk that shit. So that's the thing. So for me, it's just like, <laughs> it's like we've done so many things already and it's like we just started, right? Because we're mm -hmm. only one, I'm only one video away from blowing up. I mean, I don't know if you guys knew Eric Thomas is. Eric Thomas is kind of like a motivational speaker. Eric Thomas was a guy who blew up because he went on a rant and he was talking to some students and someone videotaped and he didn't even know it was being videotaped and he went off and then went viral and then now he's ET and has a book and does get spiritual and now he's the man. If, say, that video never went out, he's nobody, you know? So in this day and age, we're all just like, I'm one clip away or one meeting one person to get me clout where I become the guy. That's it. You know what I mean? And so it's like... What's after being the guy though? This, man, I love this. I love I love business consulting for me and growing businesses is the most fun I can have with anything. I love it more than anything else. I love when people come to me, sit down with me and go, I need help growing this. Mm. How do I do it? And it's my job to be like, this is the content you need to create. Because whatever I've done, I'm good at making content for what people want to see, right? Like we, the reason why we started the food vlog Flu vlog started because I started thinking, okay, what can I put out if you're not into real estate, not into business, not into entrepreneurship? People always want to know where somewhere Absolutely, to eat. Yeah. So now I can get people's attention who are not about real estate, not about business, not about the hustle, not about the grind, not about the story. Okay, but now they want to know where their best taco shop is. Okay, cool. Now I can get their attention, right? The reason why we, on Fridays we drop the videos on the events. Okay, events every Friday. If someone can pay attention to me on Fridays going, okay, Adam's going to drop three, the best three things he thinks is going on this weekend. I want to know what he thinks the best three things are, 
right? Then it's the podcast. You want to be influenced. I want to. I want to just. It's you want to send traffic to somebody. Exactly. I want to be the person where I can help you grow or reach whatever A platform goal, or goal, whatever you want. I don't care what your goals are, mm-hmm. but I can help you get there. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's all that matters. And it's but then it's truly finding out and then being honest about it. Being honest how much work it takes. Be honest the admitting I spend seven grand a month on just social media. It's not fluff, right? I run ads to Riverside. Why do I wanna walk in a place that people know who I am? So when you see me and you want the media company and you want the podcast, it's like right when I walked in and I was like, dude, our podcast is so fucking hard to put together. And you're like, really? I'm like, hard po- podcast for us is the most difficult thing to do because it's such on location that I got our everyone's schedules has to line up. It's but, always, it's and, always and, hard. And, and yours relies on a guest. And it relies on a guest. And that thing that cripples certain podcasts. It does because you have to then go find that person. And people always want to tune in, not for you, but for the guests. Well, and that's why we do the podcast. The podcast started was to help people who knew, need content to grow their businesses. So the podcast for us, like I know you've said before, like, oh, Adam doesn't even push his podcast that much because the podcast is not for me. The podcast is for the guests. The podcast is for us to videotape, chop up for one-minute clips, give it to them so they can post on social because now I am giving them content because they need help making content because they're not good at it. And that's why I started the podcast. It's not for me. No, I don't like okay. doing it. it. The podcast is to help other people. Okay. That's it. The podcast is to find someone who just started a business who needs help building content. Me going, let's do a podcast together. We'll interview you for 30 minutes, basically. We'll find five clips that we can give to you for one-minute clips, and now you have five posts to post on social. Okay. That's why yeah, the yeah. podcast started. Yeah. And so that's why when I walked in the room, I asked you, what's the reason of the podcast? Right? I You say, I enjoy it. Awesome. Right, Not, but I do. I want the same thing that you want to do. The be uh, you you your approach is differently. But I want to be a platform for Riverside just as much, you know. Yeah. But I but I know that I'm into different things that you're that you're not into. Perfect, and so that's, and, and that's and, what you need. Exactly. So you covering us. You covering a certain demographic, a certain age, you know, bracket that mm-hmm. I can, I'm not touching. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel like I, I can get the youth. I can get yeah. so so that I feel like that's how and then your Riverside so it all ties in. Yeah, that's well, it's how just I look like, at it. I mean, I look at. I mean, the thing is, is that everyone has to just have their angle, right? Mm-hmm. Like exactly. you take mm-hmm. you take Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's probably the bi- massive, the biggest podcast in the world, most popular probably. His is like just big stars, right? Big stars that he likes. Right. Yep. But then you look at someone like um, like Adam that does No Jumper, right? No mm-hmm. Jumper's like underground rappers like mm-hmm. who can he get first before they blow up like that's adam's niche that's he's going to those people would never be on joe rogan <laughs> joe rogan would never yeah. have um yeah uh what's his name six nine what was that guy's name <laughs> takashi six nine joe he, that guy would never be on joe rogan's podcast but he crushed it on no jumper right and so you just gotta have to know that's why i always tell everyone like you want to do podcasts? Great. You want to do this? Great. Well, what's what's your niche that you can get into that no one else is doing, right? And so for me, like it's not even it's not even like building up Riverside. It's like okay, you have whatever you want to do. You're gonna need help because it's fucking tough as shit to, to do this. It's so hard to put this all together, and not a lot of people have the money. Exactly. You know what I mean? Resources. People don't have the money to spend five Gs on podcast gear and then also have someone run it and also someone to produce it and have some i mean shit what's our podcast gear with the four we, we run three cameras all 4k those were what 800 bucks each right yeah eight nine hundred bucks each right for three cameras then three mics then this the h6 zoom then all the headphones and i'm like dude 
And that's not even counting all the mistakes we made before that, that we burned on the cash, right? So it's like, you're a brand new business. You're trying to open up a new yogurt shop or whatever. You don't have six grand to drop on a podcast or, or you don't have, you don't have the money to even pay for my media guys to do content for you. So like what we'll do with the media company is like one of our clients opened up a new shop. Here's a promo video for you to promote your business free. Give it to you. We don't charge anyone for the media we put out because I know they can't afford it. And I can then need just, I give you a favor. I build up equity. This, I do something good. If one day you pay me back with a real estate transaction, mazel tov. Great. If you don't mazel tov, don't <laughs> care because I don't need your money. And that's the thing. I had a conversation with a client today. I'm like, bro, it's cool. I sell 45 houses a year. I don't need your house to pay my rent. Like I can actually help you and make a decision for you, not try to screw you over just to get paid. I'm good. I don't need your money. And then it's only going to get better with the media company. Like these boys, I don't make, like I, I, I don't, I don't make any money off them when they go do projects, like barely anything. Like I just like, here you go. And all the gears paid from, from me. And then they go every week. The Amazon list gets longer and longer. I don't know what the hell we buy every week, but every week it's like, Hey man, we need $700 more stuff of camera gear. I'm like, what is going on? And we don't even have an SD card in another freaking camera right now. <laughs> we spent all this money. We got no SD cards. It's bullshit. Can we put an extra, I'll buy an extra SD card just for the backpack. Yo, this is motherfucking Adam. Yo, Adam <laughs> yeah. Schwartz. Riverside Zone, so, half of the property, bro- Riverside Property Brothers, yeah, uh, podcaster, food blogger, yeah, man, you running it up, Adam. Yeah, shout out to you. Thanks, buddy. This is the Overly Blunt Podcast. This is Chris X Matt. I got Manny here with me. It's a new week, it's a new Thursday. The only place we'll be keeping, uh, we're keeping the ninety nines way too far from one hundred, as you can tell. As you can tell, yeah, man. Like, and I and I feel like you need to get all this out because I feel like even on IG, you 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 ran a little bit, but you don't you don't go fully in. Oh no, for sure, I don't go all the way in on because you know why? Because I have an audience, right? And it's like I have to like also gentrify to the audience, like what the benefit of going <laughs> too much, right? Of going too hard, and that's why I've had to come up with all these other ideas so they don't go like. Okay, another real estate video, another real estate rant, another one of these. I hate real estate agents on social media. They're the fucking worst. They only post just listed, just sold. They only post, ask for business. They don't, like the market's hot right now, if you've noticed, because rates are super low. Now everyone else is saying, you need to buy a house, you need to buy a house. I'm the guy that comes out and says, buying a house is stupid. I'm a real estate agent that says buying a house is dumb, and this is why it's dumb, but this is why it's also good. I'm actually giving you educated content for you to make Unbiased a decision. Content. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I always love that. The market's crashing, sell your house. The market's firing up, sell your house. Is it going to crash on bad? Uh, you don't think so? No, no, I don't. I don't think it's going to crash. I think um, what we need to worry about, if we want to go in depth for real estate for a second. We need let's to, let's do it. I want, okay. Yeah, I want to, yeah. If, if we need to worry about real estate, this is why, this is the only thing that, that you need to concern yourself about is you always want to look at rates. Interest rates are why will justify the market. The market two years ago in November, two years ago, rates jumped up to five and the market stopped. The reason why they jumped up because it was uh, the prices were flying up too fast and the Fed's always is like 
eight to 10 months behind and they jump rates up too quickly, too fast and it shut the market down. Um, and so then they drop them back down. Now, the reason why what's so funny is now everyone's saying that, oh, you need a refi, you need to buy a house because rates are so good right now. Well, the reason rates are low is because the Fed is lowering them because of the coronavirus and they're worried the economy is going to slow down. So lower rates is a bad sign. Lower rates means they're worried about the economy, right? Whenever there's a recession, right? Whenever the market crashes and there's a recession, they drop rates down to get the economy going. What we need to worry about is that um, we're already low enough, we're already at historic lows. So if we go through another recession, what are they going to go down to zero? Are they going to go negative like they do in Germany? I don't know if it's Germany. Don't quote me on that. It's some countries over in, um, in Europe are negative rates. And so it should be interesting what that happens. But the bigger issue is it's bullshit is that r- rates are at all-time lows, but then my credit card's still 21%. How the fuck does that, how does that work? How's my credit card rate at 21, but the Fed's loaning you money for 1%? How's that make any sense? And so for me, the reason why I don't see a market crash happening like there was last time is for two reasons. One, loans are a lot harder to get extremely harder back in 05, six, seven, all that stuff. It was literally walked in the bank, said, I make 400 grand a year. And they said, okay, we'll give you money. Right. And they had a lot of, um, Rate only programs. They had a lot of balloon payments. They had a lot of those things. Now it's very difficult to get a loan. You got to go through underwriting stuff like that. Two the reason why I don't see the the market crashing is California can't keep up with the housing they need, right? So it's like we can't even keep up to the demand of how many people need houses. The only reason why prices I don't see will ever. I think we're probably top that at prices just because sooner or later there has to be a. A sooner or later, there has to be a peak in prices. People just can't keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on affording them. But that's the reason why I'll, I'll never see it. What I'm seeing right now is the high end's a little slow. You know, the average sale price in Riverside's 450. So anything like 600 and higher, if it's not like the bee's knees, perfect house, and the best neighborhood, um, doesn't is slower than new, normal. And then like the like the low end market, like anything under. Three like three fifty in Riverside sells it immediately. What about here? What do you mean? Right in this the, area? It's like what around that. Price? So I actually sold a house right around the corner from here last. We just closed on a, what a, three weeks ago on Noble Street. We sold it for three seventy five single story pool home. We sold it in the first day. Oh wow! Yeah, the, the funny thing about that house was goes back to working with shitty agents. The house was listed with another agent for thirty days, not one showing. We took it over. We sold it in first day, same price. Because your pictures, right? Pictures and videos. And you, I, hear, I see you talk about this all the time on your stories, where you, where you, you compare your mm-hmm. the pictures that you post on on. It's, yeah, exactly. It's very simple. I mean, honestly, what an agent does is nothing special. Right. As much as I have a cocky, arrogant attitude, what I do is not special at all. If you take good photos and of good video, then that will help you sell the house. Where my job comes in is when you want to price it at four hundred when I know it's three fifty. Me going, no, I'm sorry, you can't do that. Or when something goes on in a transaction. For example, I had a client call me today, freaking out about something. I said, just relax. I will handle it. And then be, and then them being like, okay. That's my job. That is what you pay me good money to do is to handle everything. When things go wrong, I have to step in and handle it. It's just like anything else. It's when you, why do you go to a doctor? When you have cancer, that's when you want the specialist. And that's what I am. I'm here when everything goes wrong, I will be able to pull it out and save the deal and get, is it always the best deal? No. Do you sometimes have to lose a leg? Yes, but you're still alive and the deal gets closed. 
And that's sometimes what people realize. And then the hard part about being in my job is everything great goes great. You're awesome. Everything goes shitty that you have no control of your shit. But it's like, I could have been terrible and everything, nothing went wrong and it was okay. I could have been awesome, saved the deal, got you the best deal possible, but you and your head think I'm crap. And so that's the problem in the game is that you cannot, people who want to get in real estate because they think of this showing houses, it will never last. It's a 95% fail rate for a reason. 95% of the people that get in real estate, no, don't, aren't in the, after four years. Isn't that crazy? What kind of profession where they're cool about 95% of the people failing and we're okay with that? So when you think about, you know, anyone who's listening to this podcast go, oh, I'm going to use my mom's best friend, cousin. If they haven't sold at least 15 houses a year, they have no idea what they're doing in this market. If you have not, if you are not in the game now, and just because you've had your license for 25 years, the game is so different and so fast. And I will crush you if we're on the other side of the deal because I just can outsmart you. I'm faster than you. My technology is better than you. My assistant's better than you. We will crush you. I can read you better than you, right? I know why you do something when you do it. I know how to tactically attack you. I know how to write a report. I know. I just know more than you because I do it every day. You know, we've done over 200 transactions in four years not by accident. And there's nothing worse. And Brent always sees me. There's nothing worse. <laughs> I hate more in this freaking world than when I lose out to a bad agent. If I get beat by a good agent that gets a better, that gets a house outside of me. Cool. No worries. I understand. But when I get beat out by a crappy agent and takes crappy photos and does a crappy job and somehow the house sells by magically nothing that they did and they get paid. And then their client wants to say they did a good job. I'm like, Oh my God, you just, you're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> that was my rant. My real estate rant. Sorry. But so, yeah. Okay. So before you got into real estate, though, yeah. you, were, you were doing umpiring? Yeah, I was a professional umpire for nine years. So, so how do you go from that to real estate? So, so, here's, mean, so yeah. here's the story. You guys ready for a ride? Let's okay. go, man. So at 19, at 19, I went to umpire school in Florida, somehow got a job. Should not have. I wasn't ready. But anyway, so I, I go on the road at 19, go to Arizona, whatever, whatever. And then I'm working my way through the system. I go through double A, triple A. I'm flying through the system. They think I'm the shit. Like everyone's saying I'm going to the big leagues. Oh, you're going to the big leagues. You're good. Blah, blah. Get to triple A. They hate me. <laughs> Wait, Absol- you were going to play baseball or be an umpire? Umpire. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was going through the minor leagues as an umpire. A ball, A ball, double A, triple A. Every year, high marks. All the supervisors love me. You're going to the big leagues. So, mm-hmm. you know, at 19, I'm thinking, I never went to, co- I went to college. In 19, when I was 18, 19, and 20, just so I could get insurance through my dad's job. So I'd go to RCC, take just enough classes to get my, uh, get all my paperwork signed off to get insurance through my dad's job, and then I would never go back. So my GPA at RCC is like 0.002, probably or something like that. So I'm at 25, I'm in AAA, and when you get to AAA, you get three years to make it to the big leagues, right? So I'm in there, and everyone, my first year, oh, you're going, you're going to the, you're going to go to the big leagues, like you're going to get the shot, whatever. No. No call, right? Crap. Okay, go back again. So then I go back to my second year in AAA. And at this time, I'm, I have a, a girlfriend. We've been together for four or five years, whatever. Go through the system again. And then they're like, we want you to go the Dominican for four months. So think about this. So I teach at umpire school in January. So I'm gone all the month of January. I'm home February. March, I go to spring training. Come home for one day. Go through the whole season, all the way until sep- mid-September. I get a phone call September 16th on the way home from the season. Hey, we want you to go to the Dominican. You're leaving October 10th, and you're going to be gone until February 3rd. 
So then I had to leave, go to the Dominican, me and three other guys from America. Everyone else doesn't speak any English. And I'm literally traveling in a car four hours a day with three guys that speak no English. So at that time, I knew I'm going to get released or I'm going to go to the big leagues. Not sure which one. So you have to start preparing, but it's like I never went to college. I am not good in school. I have a seventh grade reading level right? I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm effed. And I, and I just got engaged and I was like the breadwinner, right? I paid all the bills, whatever. I'm like, I am fucked, right? So then I, um, come back and we go to go buy a house. Her dad was going to loan us some money, whatever. We're going to go buy a house. It was, wait, 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 you didn't finish your four months. Oh, so, so I go there for four months and it's hell. It's literally the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. When you're in a foreign country for four months and you live in a hotel and you, it's just you and three other Americans, and no one, you can't get around. I mean, we could take cabs places, but no one spoke sp- Spanish. Like, it was very broken, and you're sick the whole time. Like, I'm trying to, like, there was days, getting graphic, for, there was a day I couldn't get off the toilet, and there was weeks I never went to the toilet. I would throw up. We got a major car accident down there. No medical. We, we got, a, like, a, a major car accident, not one ambulance. Not one. Like, like we laugh. I'm like, where was the ambulance? Not one ambulance, not a fire, nothing, right? And so I come back from that after surviving. I was so miserable surviving. I come back, and we go to go buy a house before I go back on the road again. So I, I come back February 10th. I got to leave March 10th. So I can only have been home for a month. And so we go to go buy a house, and it's just, like, awful. Like, this lady who's helping us is terrible, like, not professional, not responsible. So then I was, like, sitting there, and I was, like, maybe I'll sell houses. Like, I could take the test probably. Like, I read a book, and the book had, like, one chapter. It was, like, uh, what to expect in your first year in real estate. And if these are your skill sets, you would do well as a real estate agent. I just asked my closest friends. I'm, like, these six traits, do you think I could do this? And they're, like, yeah, I think that could be you. And then so that next season, all I would do all season long was like study for my real estate test and read books. Like I knew nothing about marketing. I knew nothing about social media. I didn't even have social media. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have Instagram. I had nothing. I knew nothing about anything. Mm-hmm. And I would just read books. And what year is this? This is uh, 2015. Yeah, this is the brought our own mic too <laughs> so that was 2015 that we did Pulled that money out and i'll be our shop breaks all the time it's so funny it's like <laughs> i'm like dude come on so that was 2015 and then um so then the season goes through and october 21st that's why we made that video october 21st i get released phone call 30 second phone call hey like all your dreams and hopes and everything you put into something for 10 nine years Everything you've ever thought about every day. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. And the 30-second call is... And the worst part about the 30-second call was it was like my boss being like, I can't believe I'm making this call. Like, I thought you were going to make it. And they obviously something they don't like about you. And I don't know what to tell you. And it's like, what do you do? Like, do you get mad at him? That's not his fault that he's firing me. He just has to do his job and make the call. And so it goes from like that to like now... How much would you have made in... In the big leagues? Yeah. 150K a year. And I can't get fired. You so can't get fired? No. After you get signed a contract, one of my best friends signed a contract last week, you cannot get fired. So that's the gig. Like, you get paid salary. You work six months of the year. You get full medical. You get insurance. I mean, you get everything. You travel. You you get six months, six weeks off of vacation during the season, like, and you can't get fired. Like, wow. Rough, right? 
<laughs> right? You can't get fired. And, right? And the umpires so you could be high as fuck. That, um, oh my bad. The, the umpires are the ones that that <laughs> call the, the yeah. play, right? Yeah, yeah. They're the ones behind them. Yeah, so you can't, dude, you can't get fired. So you can be drunk behind them. Nah, and, I mean, like, obviously, you can, like, you can't, like... Well, if they... T- so they do like they do drug test you. Oh, they okay, do okay, okay, they do, okay. and when they drug test you, they blow test you and stuff like before games. But like, I mean, no one's stupid, right? But like to know and think about this, Major League Baseball is never going to be affected by the economy, right? Like, like for example, when I was going through the minor leagues in two thousand and I got in at two thousand and seven. I mean, I went through like the worst economy crash of all time, and I had no idea. Because I got my check every two weeks. I had no idea in 2010, 9, 10, 11, the world was melting down. I didn't even know. It sounds so naive. But I got paid every two weeks. Baseball, I didn't, I had no idea the economy crashed. Yeah. Because I didn't watch the news. So I didn't know anything, you know? Yeah. And you were traveling. And I was traveling. So I just lived in my hotel room and I got paid every two weeks. I wasn't worried about baseball not paying me. Was it, was it per diem? Oh, we had per diem and salary. Right. So, and you don't pay for anything when you're on the road. Your hotels yeah. are paid for. I mean, most of your food's paid for. Your travel's paid for. So you're not you're not paying for anything. You're kind of banking the money. Um, and so, yeah. So then I went, got fired October 21st. And then October 29th or October 30th, I got my real estate license in the mail. And then I took off. And then I had a big first year. I sold 24 houses when most agents sell five each year. Your first year? Yeah. I sold 20, what year was that? 2016. I sold 24 in my first year, and then 2017, I sold 30, but halfway through that year, um, I actually f- quit my brokerage that I was working at in Riverside and started my own company on my 30th birthday. You used to work at Signature? No, well, I, so I, I work at Signature, Signature now. I used, work at Ro- I used to work at this company called Murray Real Estate. He's a lo- local grown Riverside guy, but yeah, so on my 30th birthday, I quit and went over my own brokerage 18 months in the industry, and that's when I opened my own shop and blah, 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 but dude... So do you, do you so you get frustrated that because you your numbers are there mm-hmm. and so you, you get frustrated that you're not getting what the respect or you're not getting the the attention like you want or because no, just, because your work is speaking for itself? No, I think it's you know even though I do a lot of deals, I want to do more, right? Because the more deals I do, the more money I make and the more things I can do, right? Like I don't care about money. I hope people want like I I literally people need to realize this. Anyone who doesn't have money thinks people who want money are greedy we're not greedy i money is a tool for me mm-hmm. i don't give a sh- i don't care how much literally i i feel the same if i have 80 g's in my bank account when i wake up or if i have 10 right the only difference i get worried about is when i don't have money coming in right i hate stagnance like i like doing deals because they're like it's like projects okay move on to the next project like the worst feeling for me is like when i'm doing nothing yeah. like when i wake up every day go to work and it's like the same, it's the same deals still kind of in the pipeline, but like not moving forward. It's like, I like, I like motion. I like moving forward. And I know the more things we do with the more money we make, the more money I make, the more things we can do. Like one thing I really wish we had, I really wish we had a graphic, a full-time graphic designer on staff because I think a graphic designer would take our posting. They'd be able to do all our like thumbnails and all that stuff i think it would really increase our professionalism i just can't afford another twenty thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars a year client or person on staff i just can't afford it i just don't i'm not doing enough deals but if i was doing another 20 deals a year then yes i would hire another person on so for me like what i get annoyed about is like when i'm doing deals it's to kind of grow like grow 
more and more and more, not like I just need to stack cash. I'm trying to like, okay, what's the next new thing we can grow? What's the next thing we can buy? What's the next charity we can help out? I mean, I mean, probably like even like last year, I probably donated over $15,000 to charities. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I'm trying to give back as much as I am getting both. You know what I mean? So for me, it annoys me when, because it annoys me because at no, I don't know if it's not, maybe it's not just real estate, but it's like in no other thing I've ever been involved in, you got beat out if you were the best. I was in baseball for nine years. If you were the best, you went to the big leagues. I'm sorry. I don't care. Even though I felt like I got shafted, if I was the best, I would have made it. I wasn't the best. There was people better than me. So it annoys me when I see real estate people beat me when they're clearly not even close as good as me. And that's like when I always like in my office, I don't know if you've seen it. It's like I have the thing on the wall. It says like the market never lies. So for me, it's like, no, the market is lying. Those people suck. They should not be getting paid, you know? Because I also have people hit me up all the time. I had lunch with a girl on Sunday. She's an escrow with an agent. She's asking me what she should do in her deal. I said, I'm not getting paid. He is. Ask him. Oh, he just doesn't know what he's doing. Then you shouldn't have hired him. Mm. So he's making $11,000 to do your deal. I'm making goose egg. And you trying to buy me a beer is not worth, you know, you not him making eleven thousand yeah. dollars. I'm sorry, just you're not. Work. You're not. There Maybe to it's the fix. top. Damn. That's a journey so far. Then. Mm-hmm. So then, um, how? So d- yeah, no downtime. Even like, how did you feel after getting fired? You you you, you were like cool no, with it. You accepted mode, it, dude. Like, I mean, in life, you have a choice. Like, you didn't you can, get fired, though, huh? You quit. No, I got fired. You got fired. Oh, okay. I got fired, no. Um, so for me, man, it's like you have a choice. Like, I, I very, like, I I, lose, I use everything as, like, fuel, right? Like, like when I like when I got fired from baseball, I was like, okay, now it's to, like, be at a point now where, like, okay, I'm going to show everyone that I didn't need baseball, right? Then me and my fiancé break up. I'm going to do everything possible and she knows this i tell her this all the time i'm gonna become the guy that you regret that i'm the one that got away right <laughs> right when i left my bro he gets haircuts from her yeah so you know why right so she can hear everything i got going on in my life right i love her to death and i'm so happy for her Susie. if you actually watch this you know i love you girl and i'm so happy that you're you know doing what you do in life but like when i left my brokerage like i'm going to make you regret that you did not give me everything i wanted to stay I'm going to make you, every time you see a sign go up and it's not yours, you're going to be upset, right? I use it as fuel because I want you to regret it, that you passed on me, right? Like, I'm sorry. Like, if I meet you, it's fuel, man. It's fuel for me. Whatever, here's the thing. Whatever you need to get out of bed every day, because what I do is super hard. I get more no's. I get no way more than I get yeses. More people hate me than they like me. Right, I spend way, I spend a lot of bill money that I don't always get in return. We try a lot of things that flop, then we don't that work, right? And so for me, it's like whatever it takes to fuel you. But then I balance it by I'm out there, then also wanting to help as many people as possible. Like today, some girl who I can't stand, who talks mad crap on me, needed a needed a headshot. Instantly, I said, "Yeah, come on down by office, do a headshot," and then she canceled on us. I'm like. You needed a favor from me. I offered you a favor. I don't even know you that well, and I know you don't like me because you talk crap on my Instagram post, and I do you a favor, and then you still cancel on me, right? 
So for me, it's like, I'm going to give as, and that's why I give more than everyone else too. Cause I want you to hate that I give more than you do. I want you to not have to find a reason. Like, why do you hate him? Cause he outproduces you. He pushes out more content than you do. He donates more money to you. He's giving more value than you. And he doesn't even look like he's trying. And that, and we just started. Like, I mean, literally we've been doing this for what we, I've had the media company since July. I wouldn't even count July. Like I would say more like September. So if people don't think this is just not the beginning, like, dude, you guys are extremely wrong. That's the thing. That's why you just got to keep doing. It's corny, but you got to be consistent. Mm -hmm. It's consistency, man. And patience. Because as much as it's going to click. You said you're one video away. You're all one video away. And and at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, what is famous? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, what is. So so what's your goal with real estate? I mean, like, your main goal then. What's the main goal? Sell a lot of houses, make a lot of money. You know what I mean? Seriously. I mean, because that stuff will fuel the rest of it. Well, fuel the rest of it. If I always tell these guys, if I stop selling houses, you yeah. guys are fired. Yeah. <laughs> right? It has. gives you financial freedom. It's financial freedom. And it's so people go like, why do you do it? I'm like, because I can make a lot of money and I'm really good at it. Yeah. It's like, why am I going to walk away with something I'm really good? But you could you probably know? sell anything, huh? Not even just houses? Uh, or do you think just houses? No, I think I could sell anything if I truly believe in it, right? I, like even when it comes to houses, like I don't even sell, I don't sell houses, right? The house, if I'm selling a house, the house sells itself. I promoted it right. We priced it right. The house is selling it. If you were, if you are one of my buyers and we're going to go look at a house, if the house fits the needs that you need, right? Like I always say, we buy and sell to solve problems. So if you're buying this house and it solves the problems that face you, I can't sell you a three bedroom if you need a five bedroom. I can't sell you a $500,000 house if you can only afford 300, right? So for me, it's like, I'm not even selling you. It's my job for us to walk into the house. You, your wife or whoever says, I love this house, but it's like, well, yes, you say you love it, but it's a four bedroom. You have six kids. Like, are you going to be okay about putting these people in this room? And they go, yeah, we, 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 we don't mind doing that because we love the house so much. Okay, great. Mexicans, then. huh? Well, not always. <laughs> but so, so that's what I always say. Like, I hate, you know, I, I hate talking to people. I extremely hate talking to people. I do not. If I go to a restaurant and you're sitting there and I'm sitting here and you're on Zillow looking at houses, I will not say hello to you because I hate talking to people i'm all about pushing out stuff and then selling you from afar and then you reaching out to me because you know i'm the best scenario for you and then i give you tons of value and then if you want to work with me awesome you want to go work with your mom's best friend's cousin awesome go do you but then if it blows up in your face don't like don't and even when you come back to me and i know it's blowing up in your face i'll still give you help just so then you go "Ah, damn i made a mistake i should have hired adam Simple, right? That's a very petty way to be the nicest person. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Right? I'm, I'm the most selfish, non-selfish person I ever meet. Because I'm doing it for me, but then I'm doing it to give back to you. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah, it's a paradox. It's a, it, and however the thing, it's like, and then like however you want to word it, I'm just the most honest person to admit that I'm like that. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't post... Don't post that you're helping someone and not act like that post isn't for you because mm. you know you're going to get 50 likes. Stop. If you really didn't want anyone to know, you wouldn't even post it, right? I really like that video where the lady was like, you going to do that in my house? You going to make it look like that? Oh, the, yeah. that, that, you know I never met that lady until that p- video? It, it was I just never so, it met was, her. It was, I thought you knew her already because nope. it, it was so genuine. I never met her before. She called me on Sunday. This happened two weeks ago. She called me on Sunday. She's getting kicked out of that park because of something stupid. And the agent she was using her was totally screwing her, not trying to sell her house. And she had 30 days to move out. We sold in the first week. 
And, and you know what? It's a $50,000 mobile. $50,000 mobile. So if you think I'm doing this for money, <laughs> I ain't making no money on that deal. But I did it because someone needed help. And I know I can help her. Yeah. And so it's it's very selfish of me not to help someone if I can. Where do you think you get those uh, that trait from? You've always been like that since when you were um, younger? I just think it's the easiest way to live, man. And, you know, I, I just think that it's like it's everyone's always it's sad to me when people think I'm trying to screw or take them because you know why? Because I mean, someone else has screwed them or taken them. And that's the hard part when it's like, dude, I'm, I, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm on team or whoever I am. I'm here to help you. Yeah. And so when you, when people, when people have that, that attitude, it's like someone screwed you before. Like, and I'm sorry for that, but that's not me. You know, that or just they probably heard it from somebody. Yeah. Or they've seen it happen. Or I mean, we all we're all based on everything we do is based on what's happened to us in the past. Right. Like I always tell everyone, you know, I don't you know, if you want to talk about politics or gun rights or Democrat, Republican, whatever you want to say. I always say this. Can we? Yeah, sure. If you want to. Yeah, I don't care. We'll hold it. Um, (laughs) I always say this. If I grew up the way you grew up and the same things happened to you that happened, you know, I'd probably believe the same way you did, but it didn't. And that's why I believe the way I do. Like, I'm also someone who, mazel tov, believe whatever you want to believe. I don't give a, that doesn't affect me. Mm. Like, I'm good. Because Bar. if the same thing happened to you that happened to me, you would probably believe the same thing I believe. And that's the thing is that's why it's so great to be who we are is because we're based on our experience that have happened to us in the past. The reason why I'm jaded like this is because I've been homeless and I had no fiance and all my dreams were crushed and I had nothing and I was hopeless and all this bad things happened that now has created into something even better, right? And so it's like, if all those things never happened to me, then I wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah. So it's like if and then if all those things happened to you, then maybe you would be just like me today. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like everyone's journey is different. Exactly. And so everyone's. it's everyone's based on what they've already. Every, and then, you know, every action has a reaction, you mm-hmm. know. And for me, like I just became very I'm very um, obsessed with what I get into. Like I don't do a lot of things. I live a boring life. So what was, Very boring. what was that time period then when you were depressed, you were heartbroken, you were like, you felt like nothing was oh, going to work out? Oh, it happens all the time, man. I go you all, still go through it. Not all the time. I'm depressed. Uh, you know, there's, I probably have a one freak out a year for sure. We're like, nothing's selling. Nothing's selling. Nothing's going right. All my clients are, you know, pissed off. Everything's going sideways. I'm broke. Right. And I'm just like, why do I do this? F this. I want to just walk away, you know, but there's a moment in life where like, you know, I was, I was very depressed and, you know, because the, what things that, that people don't understand when you have attention, when we were talking about earlier, when you have attention, what's very scary about attention is people pay attention. So when you have attention, <laughs> right? Like yeah. when I was coming up through the minor leagues, I had everyone's attention that, Oh, you're going to go to the big leagues one day. Oh, I can't wait to see you in the big leagues. I can't wait to come watch you in the big leagues. So when you, that goes away and then you run into those people and they go, hey, how's baseball? And you have to say, I got fired. And you have to say that probably once every week for seven, eight months, right? And the only reason that shifted was because I was going so hard on Instagram that I was in, on, in real estate now that that finally went away. But if all of a sudden I lose my company and all of a sudden these guys go away and if all of a sudden I go bankrupt, you don't think people aren't going to know that too? Yeah. 
right? And, and then so they're going to ask you the same shit. They're yeah, going to ask you, yo, how'd how this real estate, how'd that go? And so when you have attention, you have to realize what comes with that, the positive and negative, yeah. because now you have to perform. I feel like more people pay attention to you when you slip up. 100%. Way more people. 100%. Positivity is not good. People yeah. want to see you fail. And it's so fucked up. It's so funny. Like, what's so funny is, like, my buddy Roy always says that, is that it's, like, he'll say, like, you'll see someone go, oh, I'm starting my own business. No likes. Then you'll see, I got a job promotion at Walmart. Everyone loves it. It's, like, do you not realize, like, or when people work with big companies, it's, like, dude, they're just like we are, right? They're, like, it's, like, if you buy, if you buy with, if you sell your house to Zillow or I sell it, both of us are making money. Would you rather have me make money where you know I can get back to the community or some big corporation? Big corporation. So, you know, it's like, we. why do you trust them more? It's stupid. But that's not even gonna, I mean, if you want to get in a bite, I think people, are, a lot of people are stupid, but we can go into that too. It a matter. lot of people are stupid, man. Yeah. A lot. Hey, um, I know you just turned my headphones up, but can you turn them down? Cause <laughs> this shit is fucking loud. I know. <laughs> your, shit, your shit is good. No, I, I don't hear myself at all. I think you yeah, just have to like, yeah, hmm. figure it out. Hello. This is first time over here. This is first podcast. Now you good, bro. Your level's been good. I've been hearing you. Yeah, you good. Well, I, I can't hear myself. That's uh, why I've been tripping. Like, oh, uh, uh, you good? We can hear you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> damn. So you, you that's that's a that's a good story, man. Thanks, man. I think it's like the one thing is I always try to tell people like if I can do it, you can do it. Like there is nothing special about me. I, and I I hate those cliches. There is though. Sayings. There is though. Don't, hold on. My bad. My bad. Like there is that. There is something, but you can't say that. Not everyone can do what you do. Yeah, but mine's just drive. Yeah. I just I just wake up every day. But that's like, still special though. One hundred percent. Being a I say I hate them just because it's like literally what you say is exactly it. Like, hey, how do you get? How do you get? How do I get to your level? It's like just do the work. Yeah, just put work. But in. you hear that response and it's like, ugh, yeah. like you're a douchebag. But literally, looking back at like the people I would reach out to and be like, hey, like how do you how do you start? How do you learn this? They're like, I just did it. Uh-huh. I would hate it. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But as you start doing it, that's mm-hmm. literally the gist of it. So when you say like anyone could do what I can, I hate I yeah. hate hearing it. But it's like that's literally it. Well, it's like the dumb thing is like uh, the saying that's like you already surround yourself with. Like people like what does it take? I'm like surround yourself with better people. Oh, it can't be like that. I'm telling you, it's so it sounds so easy and so dumb and so true. Like the moment you start putting yourself, like I hang around some producers now. I mean, like guys that, I mean, we were in a meeting what a month ago with Decker. And uh, my buddy Brian Decker, shout out to him. He won't listen to this, but <laughs> Brian Decker, he uh, he's like number ten in the United States in loans. He's just a, a machine. He's like thirty seven. Like I like could never be on that level. He's a workhorse, right? And he's super smart. And we were talking to him. He was in Aspen, and he's like, "I've never felt so poor in my life." And this guy makes two million dollars a year. He's like, "I've never felt more poor." Like I flew public in here like i was rolling through aspen with all the private jets and we're staying at 12 million dollar house and the guy i'm with makes 12 million dollars a year and he goes i made two i make two million dollars and i feel poor but he's like i came back and i worked my ass off because i want to get to that level and that's the thing is when you're around people uh, so going back to why i don't i don't care about money what i care about is life experiences and when you start hanging around people where no is not an option and nothing's impossible and you say anything and it goes, okay, yeah, we could probably pull that off. That is a different game to live in. Like we want to do a podcast in a private jet. 
I say that in front of Brian. He goes, hold on a second. Texts his buddy. Hey, Eric goes, hey, this is Deck. Uh, hey, call me back. <laughs> we want to do a podcast on your private jet. Next day, Decker sends me a text. Hey, uh, Chris, this is Adam. We want to do a podcast on your private jet. Like, we're in the motion of doing a, pri- a podcast on a private fucking jet. But, but nothing, nothing is like, that's stupid. If I said that to some guy, well, Adam, how are you going to get a private jet and do a podcast on it? I say that to a guy who no know, know is not an answer to him. We could do that. Oh, yeah. We can do that. And so, you know, so for me, it's like when I'm hanging out on guys now where it's like they're just such next level that you get experience things that are unbelievable. Like, I mean, like I was hanging out with my buddy Adam that I met this summer and I'm at like a two, three million dollar beach house that overlooks the ocean and I'm just chilling there and I'm like, what the heck? How did I get it? And then we roll up and there's a Bentley and a Lambo and a Rolls Royce in the parking in the garage. And I'm like, how am I here right now? And then meeting that guy and him being like, I, I see you could do this, man. Like, and then them believing in you being like, I remember when I was 32, I, I, I was just, yeah, I was like, just stay patient, man. Like I was doing exactly what you're doing. And now that guy's hitting me up for content ideas. So it's like, if this super smart guy, so him and Decker, both are super smart guys are hitting me up how to do content. Okay. We're, we're, we're going in the right direction. Cause you, you're, you're, you're changing the, you're changing the game, Adam. Well, thank you. You are like, like I told you last time where I told you during the DM, I'm like, you changing the real estate game. I'm like, you, you, you understand the internet. You understand content. You understand how to post it. You understand you just understand you understand it. So then now you apply it to the real estate and everyone's still stuck on the old methods and you're like, bro, we on the internet. Like I don't got I don't have to sell it. My pitch is gonna sell it. Well this yeah. is gonna sell it. Like they're gonna come to me and then they're gonna see how I am and then you're gonna like me and yeah. then Well, I mean is. the thing is also I'm not posting just to sell you. Yeah. Like I'm not posting just for your business. I'm yeah. posting stuff to draw you into me. You're gonna like me or love me, right? Like I know a lot of people that hate me. Because they don't like my whatever you want to call yeah. it I have. But, you know, that's fine. You can not like me. That's cool. I don't care. It don't matter to me. Because for me, it's like, what do I care what you think about me? I'm not going to change who I am for one person. What do I care? And I think so many people are living on the edge of, like, caring what everyone thinks about them. Because they're so concerned when it's like, dude. No, that's social media, though. 100%. That's the effects of social media. 100%. Trust me. It frustrates me sometimes where I'm like, God. Like, I'll even say to them, I'm like, man, that was a good video. Like, I only got like one, like the food vlog on Facebook last week at the top. I got one like on Facebook, but then I'm like thinking, I'm like, how do I not know Facebook's algorithm is not shutting me down of right course, now? Well, There's right. many reasons. And many, yeah, reasons. many reasons. So yeah. I'm like, what do I, like, what am I doing? Why, why am I like letting this bother me? Yeah. Who cares? It's like we, I guess our minds have made it to where likes mean much more than what they are. Yeah. And it's clout. like not even clout. Like I feel like, you know, you see 10 likes is like, cool. You see 50 likes, you like, damn. Like, 100 likes, you like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. my day is going even better right now. You see 200 likes, it's like, damn, That's what am sad. I doing? But you have been conditioned to that since, like, I want to say MySpace. I don't remember likes on MySpace. I don't, think there was, I don't remember if there was like but, likes on MySpace. I just remember I'd always redo my page, and on all matter who's in my top eight. That's nah, all you know, it was lit when you would log on and see new new friend requests, new comments, new yeah. new everything. That's oh, no they, had com- they had comments. They had comments, right? Yeah. I don't think they had likes back then. But they had, had notifications. That's when know. notifications were tight. Yeah. And then we got over notifications. Facebook yeah. brought mm-hmm. us likes. Mm-hmm. 
And then Instagram brought us likes, comments, yeah. views, algorithm, everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing for me. It's like, uh, like my October 21st video, 50,000 people saw that video, right? Like I have a video online that 50,000 people have seen. Yeah. Like that's crazy to think that. And it's a story of me that we shot in a coffee shop. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> in a I coffee shop, that. me telling my story about, like literally had nothing you yeah. know and so now it's like well how do i follow that video <laughs> you know what i mean and and so the thing is is for me it's just like but it works like i'm you know i just think that if you put up enough good content out it will sooner or later work it yeah just, it just takes a lot longer than you think it's going to every and, video is like a time bomb almost exactly and you also gotta think about it like this like it, i'm not trying to be fucked up or anything like that but <laughs> we're not nobody at the end of the day you know oh, we, we, sure. we we're not we're not in the music and like we're not we don't have a face yet uh-huh. so people are still trying to figure out like who is this guy so but you understand that with the media mm-hmm. which is like i'm gonna make people know like you walk into places and people are familiar with your face it's working well this is like i mean shoot i mean like you like listen I, I mean i don't listen to no jumper that often but like i'll go on no jumper every once in a while and there'll be like little zanes on there and I'm like, this guy's famous, Little Zane, because he made. Oh, one bro, that, that's a whole different. Con- yeah, you can, that's I'm a like, whole different conversation. But with I'm music like, shit. but I'm but, like, but even him, like, I'm like, this is this is good. Like, and I'm, I mean, I'm not a big. I'm like, that's a good song that's popular right now. Like, that guy's pop. Little Zane's popular. What the do heck? you listen to podcasts or you just listen? You don't even listen to Gary Vee. Uh, you know, man, I literally, I kind of bounce around right now. Like, I'll, I'll uh, I watch. I'm very big on Gary Vee's Weekly V. I love that he did that because now I can watch it on Sundays. Like, cause I I just can't keep up with all his content. Um, like when he posts, I have notifications, like so I can get notified just to kind of see what he's doing and mm-hmm. kind of like copy what he does. I mean, I would love to meet him one day because like I have so much gratitude for him because he literally created who I am. Um, but like that's about it. Like on YouTube, I'll sponsor. Dude, I mean, uh, my YouTube channel and searching. I mean, watch. I was watching professional. Golf, frisbee golf today out in the office like it's so random right but like i'll bounce around. corgi shit corgi shit chiropractor videos i love chiropractor videos i don't know why chiropractor i love chiropractor the cracking like, back. oh god dude I'm that's so, a fetish bro it is i freaking love it dude i got my guys and um but yeah so like for me like you know uh, any good chiropractors actually in riverside no i don't i Damn. really want to find one I, to be honest I really want my insurance. My insurance covers that, so I'm I'm, I'm trying I'm to, go to find one. I, I can't find one, but I mean, for me, like when I first started, I would consume so much content. I used to joke around. I used to be like, oh, "I'm so busy." Now I'm so busy. Like I used to think I was busy, and now I'm like so busy. But my favorite day ever is when I just go meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting. To meeting. Like if I could just do that nonstop, I would love life every day. I would literally love it. I love. Going, meeting, next meeting, next meeting, next meeting, next meeting, next meeting. I hate downtime. I get bored very easily. Do you ever want to settle down? No. Oh, like with a girl? Well, because oh. I mean, that kind of lifestyle always requires, to be, requires um, you to be on the go. And always, if you're always trying to be... Balance and balance is a lot harder said than done. Oh, for sure. So like, that's why I have two phones, right? Two phones are the big balance game for me. So like, when I like click out of work, like if I go out, like I have... We'll see if I go on this date on Thursday. We'll see. So I'm going on a date on Thursday. Like, but what's funny? She's a social media expert, so we'll see. But um, maybe I'll just go on a date or just to go and learn social media stuff from her. But like, um, strategic, yeah. just just a user. Um, but no, like, what's funny is like, I tell people all the time. I'm just saying it's true. It's, I mean, whoever my whoever I settle down with, my wife or whatever, like, you have to bring something to the table. Right, like mm-hmm. I could, dude, I could be locked up now if I wanted to. But for me, it's like you have to fit. If you are not gonna help me reach whatever level that I want to get to, then what's the point of being with you? 
right? Like there's no reason to settle down if you're not bringing the level that I want you to bring. Like, so basically your wife got to be your graphic designer. No. <laughs> or learn how to shoot on camera after we lose brand. But like for me, it's like if you're like, I always say this to people. My wife has to make six figures. Mm. I always say that. And the reason I say that is, is because I never want my, I always make money. Like I'm, I'm a winner. I've always figured out a way to figure whatever I need to. But so I never want my wife to stay for money. Ooh. Ooh. Took that off right there. Yeah. Took it off over here. <laughs> Angie, can't even make it through the whole podcast, man. Look at you. Damn. So, no, for me, so it's like, I never want my wife to stay with me because she has to stay with me. I want her to stay with me because I want her to stay with me, right? So that's why I always want my wife to make a lot of money because then she can leave at any time, right? I want to buy a house and just have it in her name just so she can go to it whenever she wants, you know? And so yeah. that's the thing. And, 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 I've learned with people, if you're, if you have goals and they don't, it doesn't ever work because they don't understand why you're doing what you do to get to where you want to be. If they have goals and your goals should be working together. Like I always look at this as like, you're here, they're here and they should help you become better together. Damn, really? Man, what is this? That's some hardcore... It's like we're doing a podcast in a room in someone's house right now. We <laughs> definitely are. <laughs> so that, I just look at relationships completely different because I'm perfectly content being alone. I don't need someone in my life except to walk my dogs, but that's about it. So for me, it's like if you are not going to take me to that next level, then what's the point? Why? Because I'm just going to end up regretting you or yeah. being upset with you or divorcing you. Or it's another job. Yeah, or it's another job. I don't need... I have enough clients that are needy. I don't need a wife who's needy, right? So my wife has to be independent, and she has to have her own goals and dreams. I don't want her living in my shadow. Like I want her to have her things, so then I can go be excited for her mm-hmm. and help her reach her goals. You know, so that's. But a lot of women now, man, they just want to get taken care of. Um, see you later. I won't even buy you a drink. <laughs> I won't even do that. If we roll up and you're like, oh, you want to buy a drink? It sucks because the more I don't know the, you, so the no, more standards you that like, you know you 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 have is the. And the more pickier you are, the longer it's going to take. For sure. But that's cool, you know? It don't matter. I that's mean, for fine. me, it's like I'm just going through. I and mean, here's the thing. I'm 32, right? So it's like I don't mind getting married at 40. Okay, cool. So we live until we're 70. We're together for 30 years. Like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> after 30 years, you're probably tired <laughs> yeah, of me anyways. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 30 I don't, is enough. <laughs> because, because here's the thing. I don't think anyone should get married before 30. I don't. Because we're not who we are at 20, mm-hmm. right? And then the problem is, is that, especially, I see this a lot with women. When women marry men that are older, the man who is, I'm, I will be who I am. I'm, I'm locked in who I am. Are you going to like me now or I'm never changing? Like, I ain't changing. Really? But 100% I'm never going to change. Like, my attitude, the way I act, not that's never going to change, right? So if you think you're going to come in and slow me down, like, Your brain's fully developed at 31. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm in now, right? Mm. So the hard part is I see a lot of people get married early, and then one grows up, and the other one stays the same, and then they're mad because they're like, because you, you don't have partying to, you don't have partying, you don't have your friends, you don't have no, you stuff. just grow apart. You grow apart because you have nothing in common, and you're not working towards anything. And so for me, like, I tell my buddies all the time, I mean, I'm not married, but, like, you know, I tell, like, my married buddies, like, you got to have, like, a goal on the wall for you as a couple like if it's mm-hmm. vacation or whatever it is like you got to figure out something you two can work towards mm-hmm. to go after because if not then you're just going to work every day coming home and paying you're just bills living you're just living to, yeah you're together just, yeah you don't even know there's no difference between 
this year to next year, the year after that, you're not working towards anything. So for me, it's like, goes back to like stagnant. Like yeah. if I'm not working towards something, then it's like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? I just kind of get like, I get in a big funk. The team can always tell when I'm in a funk. And when I'm in a funk, that means stuff's just not going, moving forward. So it's like, okay, what else do we need to do to kind of get this rolling? So that's how I feel. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand that part as far as just, needing some more goals but it's also difficult due to the fact that if she works just as hard mm-hmm. it's rare like to have a good time oh because you also you both think about work even when you're not working yeah i mean i think that i think that the thing is that you just both people have to be well seasoned in what they do you can't be starting out in yeah. something like it has to be like you already hit them like for me like when I first started, I never could check out. Now, I can check. I mean, I still work. I, I mean, I work almost every day. Something I get done every day it has to based on how busy we are. But like, I don't, like Saturday and Sunday, I'm I'm very like if you guys watch me on social, if you pay attention, Saturday and Sunday, I'm nowhere on social media. Like, I don't even post. I don't like stuff. Like, I'm very quiet on the weekends. Like, I don't need like the weekends is when I take time off on social media, and that's kind of like when I take a break. Um, that's why I have two phones. Like if I go to dinner with you, I don't have a work phone on me. So I love when people are like, Oh, you work so much. I bet you work more than I do. Like when I'm with someone, I'm not like when I go to the bar with someone, I'm with a girl or whatever. Like I'm not on my work phone. I'm not texting people. I'm not on Instagram liking stuff. I'm locked in on you in that moment. And when I leave, it's like, you know, I, my balance it. Like when I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm at home, I'm at home. I don't work at home either. I don't have a laptop in my house. I don't work at home. If I have to go to work, I get it, wake up or I'll get out of bed or whatever, and I walk three blocks to my office, and I work in my office. I don't work at home. I'll never have a laptop in my house because I don't want to work at home. It's separation. When I'm home, I'm home. When I'm working, I'm working. Yeah, that's a little tough on my end. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but that's the reason why I live three blocks from my office. Yeah. The reason why, that's it's all done for a reason. It cuts down on drive time, so I'm not wasting 45 minutes commuting each way. I literally... I want to get an electric bike so it's even faster. I just had that thought today. Like, damn, I kill about an hour and a half every day by just being in my car. Mm-hmm. And then when I go to L.A., it's like mm, mm-hmm. two to three hours gone just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So My commute time is seven minutes a day. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right? So how much more productive I am seven minutes a day comparing to someone who is in a car for three hours a day. Yeah. And I'm happier. Right, and I can go home for lunch, and I can go home and walk my dog, and if I need a break, like I can, I just I have designed that for a reason. My life is built around those things, so I can be more flexible in my time. I learned that from Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone says the reason I play golf is my country club's a mile from my house. If my if the country club was twenty, I wouldn't play golf. The reason why my office is right next to my apartment, my condo, it's one minute drive time. I cut down on these things. The reason why my favorite restaurant is right next to my place because it's one minute from I've made it my favorite restaurant. It's all about saving time. Yeah. Too many people waste time every day, and then they look back and they're like, oh, I worked eight hours today. Eh. You probably worked four, d- dicked around for another three, and then commuted for two of it. So you really didn't work that much. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally see it that way. That's how I am. I just I always think about time. Time. Time's the most important thing ever. And the only thing you can't get back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Money can come and go. Mm-hmm. Time will always be gone, right? Like we were talking about this the other day, yesterday. What was it Saturday? Your computer was jacked up. Uh, Brian was on the computer on Saturday, and nothing worked. And he's like, oh, "I'm so pissed." I'm like, "Yeah, you burned a whole day and you got nothing done." 
Like, I don't even like the weekends. I hate Sunday and Saturday. I hate it. I'm so bored. Like, I can't wait for Monday to come back. I enjoy being in my office. I'm the opposite. Dude, I love... I'm the opposite. Well, because we, we, we still work a job being trying to be at, that's why. Yeah. Dude, I love... Different, situa- different situation, bro. What with us, you know, this guy... Dude, I love it. I love being in my office. I love it more than anything else in this world. Me yeah, in my is office is the best feeling in the world. I could see it. If I was to shoot five days out the week, I could see me being happy as fuck. Yeah. Because I get to do whatever I want. My, my office is all about having fun. Like... I mean, my boys are drinking at 4 o'clock today. You know what I mean? Like, we're here to have fun. We listen to hip-hop all the time. We're blaring music, playing basketball, eating. Like, we're, like, I want more people to work in my office because I want to have more fun. If we're not, like, I have more, I'm trying to have as much fun as possible. Even though I'm, like, very intense and very, like, locked in in work, I want to have more fun than anyone else. That's the goal. Let's have as much fun as possible. Because if we're not having fun... And what's the point of doing this? It's not we don't. At the end of the day, after I pay all my taxes and my staffing and my office and all these people, I'm hopefully working with a little bit of money. But I'm not rich. I mean, I'm still living paycheck to paycheck like everyone else. If I stop selling, if I go two three months without selling a house, I'm effed. I lose everything, and I have to fire all my staff. So it's like I'm living, I'm grinding as much as everyone else is. But it's like let's just at least have fun. I mm-hmm. never and I never say no to anything ever. You ask me, yes, I have. I will never say no, ever. You did just say no today. When? Oh, <laughs> there's, there's one thing. That's true. You're totally right about that. But like, like when people want to meet with me, yeah, sure, let's meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure, you want to meet. Well, I do have a rule. These I only meet with people for three reasons. That's it. If you don't fit in those three reasons, then I do say no. Business, friends, I want to sleep with you. That's it. If you're not, you don't fall in those, <laughs> if they don't fall in those categories, I don't do. I don't. I don't meet with you. There's no reason to. If we're not friends, we're not doing business. I don't want to date you. What's the point of us meeting? It doesn't. So then that person, then I ask that person why you want to meet with me. We're not friends. That's not me. We're not dating. So what is the business you want to talk about? And then if your business makes sense for my business, then yes, I'll have that conversation because now you become business. If not, then it's no reason to meet. Yeah. With so you I don't. Can. You, your entire lifestyle is pretty much cut out all the excess fat Mm -hmm. in whatever category it's in. Mm -hmm. I cut out my family, man. I've cut out my parents multiple times. I've cut out my sister multiple times. Yeah, I cut them out all the time. Here's a good story for you guys. This is like cutthroat. So I was building out my office and my mom walked and I'm stressed. I'm scared as fuck, dude. Like when I signed the lease to my office, I almost threw up, right? It was very scary, right? So I'm in my office, like, it's, like, in shambles, we ripped out walls, we're painting, ripping the floor out, and my mom, like, walks in, she's kind of, like, looking, and she's kind of, like, oh, I don't even want to know how much this is costing you, I said, you can leave now, and she's, like, what do you mean, I said, don't come in here with your negative attitude, I know how much this is costing me, it's a lot of money, and I don't need you telling me, because I'm going to do what I want, so you can leave now, and she says, I said, you can leave, bye, and you can come back in here with a good attitude, or you cannot come back, pick one. And she walked out and I said, when you're ready to come back with a good attitude, you can come back because I don't need negative attitude in here because I'm already stressing the hell out. I've cut my family out multiple times, dude. I have no f- problem to cut them off. How do they feel now? They're good now because I'm successful. That's all the honesty, huh? Because, this because I've made it. Mm-hmm. My parents love bragging that I made it, right? Now. Huh? And, yeah, if I didn't make it. Because here's the thing. My parents are all scared. Oh, we're just scared for you. You live in a trailer. Like you played it safe your whole life. It didn't work out. Right? So if I don't play it safe and I go bankrupt, okay, then I'll just start over. It's not a big deal. I'm not worried. 
You know what I mean? I've been, I've slept on floors before once. I can do it again. It was only four and a half years ago. What's the difference? I mean, it's not that long ago where I remember being broke. <laughs> I remember being homeless and I remember not having any money, you know? So what's the difference now? I made it. I'm still here. So what does it matter now? And if I don't care what anyone thinks about me, because I don't, then what do I care if I have to close up shop one day? At least I tried. At least I impacted people. At least I've had some cool moments now that we have on tape. What did you do for the last five years? Worked your crappy job and were unhappy in your marriage and in your shitty life? Mazel tov, which whatever, congrats for you, but I'm going to just keep pushing the limit. If it doesn't work out, great. If it does, great, right? I'm not worried. I'm not, I care what you think about me. 95%, 90, what is it? 95% of people live paycheck to paycheck. They don't have $500 in their checking account. So why is anyone judging anyone? Yeah. We're all losing. <laughs> We're all losing. If 95% of us cannot have more than $500 in a checking account, we all lost. So why do we sit here and judge everyone else? You lost too. You're, you're one bad experience about being the guy in the corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, it's like the moment you pass judgment on someone, that means because it's your insecurity passing judgment on yourself first. You're projecting. And projecting. You talk crap on that guy who makes that video because you're scared. Me, mm-hmm. I go, dude, sh- great content. Keep shooting it. Yeah, I know the camera sucked. I know the audio was terrible, but keep doing it. I did that. Like, when Facebook reminds me of my crappy videos and now I have these guys, I'm like, oh, my God, my stuff was trash. <laughs> trash. But I did it because in the scenario, that's all I had. Now, I can afford these guys. And these guys give me clout, right? These guys, having a media team gives me clout. I'm the, someone's not doing something that no one else does. So, yeah, our stuff better be on point, right? Like, now you're going to be like, we argue all the time edits. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every video we arguing about edits. Why'd you cut that out? How did you not put that in? How did this happen? Because it's like now we have a level of like, because now people are copying us. That's the thing. That you start, now people oh, are, yeah, bro. They're going to start taking the sauce. Of course. Oh, for sure. Now of people course. are not trying to do food vlogs like we do. People are trying to do this. But, but it's like, I don't care. Mazel tov. What I don't get is why don't you just join my office and be with a media team and you don't have to try to do it on your own because you're not going to do it as well as us, obviously. We're, good, we're better than you at this. This is what these guys get paid to do. Like, are, you ta- are, you ta- are you speaking specifically about other realtors 100%. that are trying to do like oh, 100%. Oh, okay, okay, food okay. vlogs, vlogs, okay, okay. whiteboard videos, all that stuff. They're just trying to copy me. <laughs> but but we always say this: stay consistent. Do do it for them. I'm, I'm worth 30, 30 vlogs deep. We're twelve. No, what are we at ten food vlogs now? Yeah, we're at ten food vlogs. Why, why don't you focus on um, the YouTube as much? You don't really do YouTube? I see that you just post more on the IGTV. Um, okay, so you already know why I do everything I do? The big secret? I mean, okay. you want to spill the beans? Sure. <laughs> there's no, there's no leverage me on YouTube. I'm not looking for clout outside of Riverside. I'm not looking to get famous outside of Riverside. Buy, it's like buying followers. What does that do for me? That's not business. Social media, I do it because it brings me business which then makes me more money in real estate. So I don't need 20,000 followers from Utah because that doesn't help me sell houses in Riverside, right? Like, it's the reason why I do the guests. 
on the food blog now because they're all homies in Riverside. So now you're going to be on your platform and then I'm going to get into your circle of people. And then if someone hits you up and goes, hey, who was that guy on your that you did that food blog? Oh, that's my homie Adam. He runs a media company. He's a real estate agent. Oh, sweet. I would love to do a food vlog with him or I would love to do a podcast with him or you start following and the me. the best part is where is he at? Riverside. It's like down the street. Down the street. So then there's a better chance that I'm going to run into you or you're or I become more real to you where you're like, oh my God, I saw that dude's va- my van. van is, yeah. My van's out front with my mm-hmm. face on the side of it right now. Or, or, oh, I saw that guy's for sale site. My goal is to be everywhere. So I don't need to get popular on YouTube because it doesn't bring me money. Right? You want you want the love of the, you want to win the love of the city first. I right? want to make money. Okay. I want to sell houses. You want to make money in real life. In real life, because YouTube money but does anywhere. pay. But it does not for sure. But I don't have time yeah. to try to, and I'm not pushing out content to become popular. Perfect example. I could post on social to get likes. I'm not stupid. I know what it takes to get likes on social media. My dogs, right? Cars. Cool graphic photos of sunsets, right? <laughs> yeah, girls. Like I can go get girl. I can go rent a Lambo and drive it around for a weekend and get girls and take photos with me. But does that get me business? Does that get me clout to, for you to use me as an agent? No. No. The in the we do all of this to make money in real estate because real estate is where the money's at with me. Mm, the so, main source. Main source is real estate. If I stop doing real estate, all of it goes away. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't need to get popular outside of Riverside. Let me just get popular in Riverside, right? Let me just dominate Riverside. Because if I sell a hundred houses a year, average sale price say four hundred thousand. That's forty million dollars in real estate. That's a million dollars in commission. I'm just some guy in Riverside selling a million dollars, making a million dollars in commission. I'm doing all right for myself, mm. right? So for me, I'm not trying to become popular outside of Riverside, right? That's it. The goal is to get in front of more people in Riverside. And becoming the guy where you open something, you though, I need to hit up Adam to help me build my business. He built it. I can help him build it. Right? Because everything I'm doing is tactical. That's it. Like for you. If you want to grow up the RE or Riverside, every person you should be doing is only on Riverside. No one yeah. should be outside of Riverside. But, but, but with mine, the difference is that I love how everyone comes from different cities to Riverside. True. That's that's what I love. How people are coming from LA, from Valencia, from mm-hmm. I, the HD, like that to me is love because I ain't, this ain't no, this ain't no big platform. No, Malibu. You, yeah. Malibu, yeah, so I'm trying like, that to me, I'm indebted to them forever because For sure. it's like, man, you guys see the vision and then they always leave surprise too, so For it sure. works out. So that's the thing that people don't get. I'm not trying to become popular on social. I'm just trying to stay... I just know that's where everyone's eyes are at, and that's where I'm pushing my content. That's it. If all of a sudden Instagram goes away and now it's TikTok, then we go to hard on TikTok. If all of a sudden it's some new platform, cool, we go to that new platform, right? It's you know, it's the reason I don't go on YouTube is because I'm I'm already I'm already I already have my following on social, right? Do I still push my stuff on YouTube? Of course, I still put it on there, but my main goal is the 5,000 followers I have on Instagram that all live in Riverside. The 5,000 people I have on Facebook, they're all from Riverside. When I run into someone I know, I take a photo with them, tag them in it, put them on their story. Like, I just want people in Riverside to know me. I'm not trying to get popular. I want to sell houses because houses make me money. The more money I make, the more things I can do with these guys. And then who knows, maybe one day... We do blow up. One day we do maybe get a TV. Like, you know people always say to him? Netflix get, special. When people, people Wow. Always, you always ask me all the time, when are you going to get on TV? I don't know. <laughs> so 
So we, and we have some. We have some. I think we have but some cool dude, I, you IG stories. You you got a TV, bro. We got a TV right here. Yeah, but for me, it's like <laughs> so. Our, we do have an IGTV plan. Maybe next year, if I can drop enough money to buy houses. So we want to start flip. This is my idea. I'll drop it on your note. No one's gonna do it. So I want to start flipping houses, and then allowing my followers to decide how we flip the house based on Instagram polls. Mm-hmm. So I go buy a house, flip it, right? Go to flip it. So you, my followers get to pick the flooring, the kitchen, the walls, the paints, the bed. That's fire, right? Then that's fire. That's YouTube content. Then at the end. At the end, we put a show together, just like flip or flop or whatever. But you got to depict everything that went into that house. Mm. You don't think people are not going to pay attention? That's to that? fire. Yeah, that's fire. So that's fire. Exactly. And so now that is something that can make us popular on Instagram, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for and, you, and YouTube. YouTube, and YouTube for sure, bro. Right? So those, for sure. And so then, because people want to interact with us, right? So now it's like. For me, it's like, okay, how do I, you know, now I just got to get enough money. It's just a bad time to flip houses. But like now I want to start flipping homes because of that, because I think that would be really cool and really fun. Like it'd be really cool for people to get to interact with us on that and be like, oh my God, I picked that. That's how the house turned out and blah, blah, blah. It'd be more difficult, but it'd be fun to do it that way. So just trying to think of new ideas that keep people entertained and keep people's attention. No, that's definitely a genius idea. That, that, that's that's a good one. That's a good concept for a show. Because even Netflix is starting to do, um, like, you kind of pick your own yeah, destiny. Exactly. So it's almost like that, but it's a collective thing. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how easy or, I mean, hard it would be to kind of, like, you walk into a house and, you know, each person gets to choose what they want. I, that's just not realistic. No. But collectively, it's like, all right. Uh-huh. But voting by- so then yeah so then you vote but so yeah. then so then here comes the real money is then they that blows up then it all of a sudden it's like we then get like hey this sponsorship they want to have their product on the show because we have so much following then all of a sudden now it's you can start pitching money. that to even networks mm-hmm. everyone loves watching those home buying flipping mm-hmm. houses Scott yeah. Disick started doing it like come exactly. on man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even even with that, you can and paid promo for IG, and then mm-hmm. you can move to YouTube just for ads, and yeah. eventually get bought out by like Hulu or because yeah. on Hulu, I think Hulu for me always recommends like home home TV, and I never watched it on there. <laughs> it just get recommended like based off mm-hmm. your selection. I'm just like, holy shit! There's a lot of home shit I could watch, but I don't really care to. Exactly, man. So it's just like. Who can be the guy to come up with a new idea? Yeah. That's it. That's all How I do you do make all. the people care? Exactly. That's all I do all day. You all right over there, buddy? Oh, yeah. I was thinking. Oh, God. <laughs> great. You haven't even smoked over there and you're thinking? Yeah. Oh, great. This is what happens when he starts thinking and going. What's the craziest uh, stuff you've seen out in the Dominican Republic? Um, what was the one thing I saw? Uh, I'm going to walk up. What's up? That'd be great, actually. Oh, yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, all right. She was good. Um, so the one thing that was uh, really crazy in the Dominican is like you'd have you would see like a motorcycle with like five people on it. Oh, right? that's not that crazy. Well, for me it was. Well, you're from where, to- where? You're from well, you're India. In India, yeah, it's the same thing. It's just third world countries. You know what I mean? I mean, um, we had we had one kid, we had one kid try to sneak into the ballpark, fall, and end up dying. So we're walking and like we couldn't even get to the locker room because like that's where he fell. Um, what else did we have? Um, we had, um, 
One time when I was flying to Albuquerque, I saw a dead body in the airport. He guy had a heart attack and he died in the airport and they had like not a tarp long enough to like cover him. So his feet were just like hanging out. You know what I mean? And we're like walking and we're like, is that a dead body? And we literally had to like, cause the hallway was like so skinny to get to the booth cause it's a small airport. We had to like walk around him. You want to talk about something to wake you up at six in the morning? Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else did I have seen out there? Or I, what else have I seen? Pretty crazy. Were you ever like scared at any point? Um, any sketch moments? There was a few times like when we, when we would like get, because down there baseball is so like heavy and there's so much betting that like I mean there was times where we would like have to get rushed into the locker room and then the locker rooms would have like these like steel doors and it was shut sh- shut and locked from the inside and people would be like banging on them and then all our drivers had guns so like we always had guns on us at all times and uh and there was times where we'd be driving and then we'd stop and like luckily like a lot of the people were cool with me because i knew them from the states but like <clears throat> luckily i was really good with friends with a guy named Otto vicente who was a manager out there and his wife was the district attorney of the Dominican. So he always told me like, if anything happens, just call him. So I had his like cell number and he would roll around with like four dudes with like rifle, like fucking assault rifles because his wife would put so many drug dealers away that people would threaten his life all the time. So we were there too. And, um, there was a big prospect guy killed himself. Car accident was going like 95 in a Corvette. No Camaro and his raining killed himself the night of the game because he was drunk and stuff yeah i mean it's i mean it's a third world country i mean it's just like any other third world country it's all the same then when you come back here and you're like oh man like it's like you take it for granted so when you're there for four months you come back and you're like dude you're like like nothing bothers you because you're like we have it so lucky yeah here. it's unbelievable like, oh, traffic not that bad the traffic running <laughs> no one's dying i can drink water out of the sink you oh, know yeah. what i mean like dude yeah no i did yeah i just went through those emotions he just got back from India. How far were you there? For? How long were you there for? Just two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's always like humbling, like, cause you for us we don't ever sit at home. Mm-hmm. Out there it's like, damn, we've been at home for an hour. Let's get into something. Mm-hmm. All right, where do you want to go? And you just see things. You go places, and yeah, when you come back, it's like, bro, I got fucking hot water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, we didn't. We didn't have hot water in the locker room, locker room. So there, like, we would. <laughs> that was the biggest thing for me. Like, dude, I got. I got fucking hot water and mm-hmm. a functioning toilet. Like, yeah. this nothing else matters. No, it doesn't. And like, we would <laughs> we would shower in certain scenes, be the first person to shower because the hot water would be it'll only last thirty seconds because it was just the hot water in the pipes from the sun. It wasn't like because it was yeah. actually hot water. It's just been sitting in the pipes all day. So you'd run in, Lily, run in, turn it on, get wet, turn it off. Yep. Put shampoo, soap, turn it on, wash off, turn it off, right? And God, if you were the last guy in the shower, you were taking an ice cold shower. It did yeah, not that's that. straight from Earth too, because yeah. they don't really have no. water tanks. Mm-mm. It's like straight from the ground. Yeah, and then like you it's can't fucking cold, but <laughs> yeah, and you can't open your mouth in the shower because you might get sick if you drink the water on accident. Yeah, parasites yeah. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's di- weird. It's a different game, man. It's like, weird. And sometimes you like I used to eat the same thing at the same spots, but sometimes like I'd get sick. Like sometimes like maybe they didn't cook the chicken all the way. Maybe someone had dirty hands like there's no laws out there maybe it's expired yeah maybe yeah. it's expired food and then you would be like for us we'd always sick. we'd watch out on how dark the oil they would fry the foods mm. in. like we would always pay like can you put that in like a cup or we want to see how dark it is yeah because their plates are usually black so you can't tell how old that oil is it could be three days old sometimes and they're just fl- like fucking making your food and you're like dude no 
<laughs> like, switch my shit out, please. Yeah, I would just live on, like... And then we would go... We luckily had a grocery store, but you want American food. It was, like, super expensive. So I'd live on PB&Js. That's all I would eat all day. PB&Js and crappy diet soda that wasn't even, like, Pepsi or nothing. That's a, that's an athlete's, like, meal, though, kind of PB&Js. Yeah, but, like... Protein. But straight. we were just... Dude, for four I, months, though? Four yeah. Four months, dude. And then, like... The only thing that tasted good, they had a they had a Carlos Jr. in the mall, like the really rich part of town. So on our days off, we would hop in a uh, a taxi and go over there, and that was it. we would, we would literally sit in the food court and eat and eat and eat. We'd have like two meals. That sh- it was the only thing that tasted the same. McDonald's, everything else did not taste the same. Yeah, none but of, Carlos Jr. in the mall was the only thing that tasted good. That was it. We would go wait too. We'd get there and they wouldn't be open yet. We'd just be sitting there waiting. Like that's all we would just wait for it. Like. Yeah, we had a McDonald's. We had, in one mall, it was a three-story mall, third story, all closed down, no stores. Second story was a food court and a big-ass McDonald's. And then the first story also had a McDonald's. <laughs> and you're just like, like, dude, there's no way it's this big, but you realize, like, the menus are... The smaller one was, like, the one that we have here. And the big-ass one was, like, it wasn't fast food. There's no fast food out there, really. There's no drive throughs So you go to, like, KFC, Domino's, um, you got to go to the big cities to get that anyways, but you're waiting like 15, 20 minutes for your fucking number one Big Mac combo or whatever. <laughs> like you're actually sitting there. Like, my cousin, my cousin that lives here now was like, how come these fuckers take so long? And I was like, bro, they don't have a drive through. Yeah. And they don't have that little machine that tells them like, oh, no. you know, you, next person, next person. Like they have to make your shit. They make it with love here. <laughs> well, there's not mass produced, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we would, we, we would eat on the side of the road all the time at like little shops and stuff like that. And I ain't built for that, man. It was hard, man. Too it bougie. Was, it was, I got really sick <laughs> a lot and it was awful, man. It was not, it was literally hell. Like we always used to joke, like, thank God we were only on the fourth floor because if we were on the seventh, I would have jumped way before that because it was just that much hell being there. But, but I will say, here you go. But it trains you. If you can get through that, you can get through anything. Yeah. If I can get through four months of being there, I can do anything here. It don't matter. You know what I mean? It's like I was so like secluded and alone and tired and miserable. And whatever. You were engaged at that time too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I would come back. I would come back, sit on blackjack, Wi-Fi phone calls, and I'd have to lay by the front door in my hotel room because the Wi-Fi was at the best play. And I would literally sit on because we were four hours ahead. So I was so if I was getting back at two in the morning, it was ten o'clock here, and uh, I would sit on the phone until like probably like one two in the morning or two three three four in the morning until I talked to her, pass out because I couldn't text. I could only talk to her when I was at the hotel. So when I was gone all day, I could never speak to her, and then I'd come back and have to dig yeah up. yeah. That's what I did every day, which what's crazy is that probably led to us not working. I was out. just about to, yeah, I was yeah, just about to ask that. I was, gone, I was, just, about I was just gone so much for the last two years of our relationship that we just grew apart, you know. And I was depressed, you know. I'm getting told my career's over. What the hell am I gonna do? I was literally like worthless as the breadwinner. Yeah, as a breadwinner, I was worthless, and I didn't like people always go, oh, "Don't you wish you got into real estate earlier?" I didn't know it was gonna blow up. Dude, every, we were just talking about this yesterday, wasn't it? Yesterday we were, we have this new build project coming up. And we went to one of the houses, and I like literally I was standing there and I was like thinking I was like I'm about to sell to another new build project. That's you know fifteen to forty two homes. Like how is this happening? Like sometimes it's still not even real. Like it's funny to think like I'm on podcasts now. <laughs> you know what I mean? People ask me to come speak with them. 
people pay me to come speak. People want to hear what I have to say. Sometimes I'm like, is this even real? You know what I mean? And then like, who knows? Like, what if one day I'm speaking in front of 5,000 people? Yeah. What if all of a sudden, what if all of a sudden one day I get hooked up with Gary and now all of a sudden me and Gary are doing speak. That also comes in the era we're in though. Cause like, you know, you grew up in a time frame where you have social media and you don't. Yeah. So like if you were this age now, back in the nineties, you wouldn't be thinking on going on the radio or anything. You'd just be doing what's Mm -hmm. given almost. For sure. But now with the, the, access to internet it's like Mm -hmm. access to internet software and just people Mm -hmm. that's where you're like dude what can't i do here it's i mean that's the thing is if you don't if you're not reaching more people it's just laziness yeah you know it's just you just don't want to do it are you gonna pop off no you become super popular no you're gonna like you know have millions of listeners on your podcast no but if if you're not if if the lack of trying i mean really that's all it is is just lack of trying because everyone has it now the beauty in your case though is that you don't like you don't need the money from the podcast from the all this. No. So that's 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 that, you're winning already, bro. Well, I mean, he has a he has a plan though. Like he has that. a he has a plan, but it's not as stressful like to try to get there faster because it's like some people because some people rely on this, right? Some people like put their whole life mm-hmm. into like I'm gonna make money off podcast, man. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna and they have to make it work sooner if not. Or find a way to sell something. But it's it's also the way he wired his frame cause, or his brain because he mentioned he likes Gary Vee, Grant mm-hmm. Cardone. Mm-hmm. When you watch these people's videos and you hear him talk, you kind of like, first they break you down. You feel like a piece of shit, pathetic. <laughs> and then they build you up and you start thinking different. And for him, everything he's doing now, he knows is going to come back to him in abundance. Therefore, like the money that he spends on it is really virtually nothing because he knows what comes back in abundance will be a lot more. Like he already knows it's coming back. So therefore, it's like, oh, the stress isn't there. Well, I think I think for me, it's just like, you know, this I have so many more other things to stress out about that getting more likes on my podcast is like whatever. Right. But like, I mean, I will say this when we do podcasts, really, that's fine. You're like, I don't drug test. Oh, you're, you're a 1099 employee. I can't drug test you technically. Um, but the thing is, for me, it's the aspect of it is, you know, it, it's cool when you do a podcast with someone for the first time and they put the headphones on and they can hear themselves and they think it's the coolest thing ever. Like, that's so cool to yeah. give someone that experience that if it wasn't for me, they would never be able to do a podcast. And it sounds so dumb because we do it all the time. But when people can hear their voice in a headset, it's like people are like, oh my God, I can hear myself. Yeah, they're more yeah they, get, they get weirded out. They're just, they're just like, oh my God, this is so cool. And you make them feel special for a day. I've had people like, you really want to do a podcast with me? I'm like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. You know, we're doing a, we're doing a card reading in my office next month. A tarot card reading? Mm-hmm. I, know, I know a girl I follow and I'm so like, dude, I will say I follow her all the time. I went so to high foot. No, sorry, no. <laughs> just like it's so crazy to like see her stuff, and I was like, so she was, I was, she posted something. I DM'd her. I'm like, let's do a card reading. Like, I would love to do one. I've never done one before. I would no, love, I, to, I would love to do one in my office. Yeah, I had, I have someone lined up to do one on the on the pod, but I was like, never mind. Really? I was like, never mind. Oh. I got, I got, like, I don't, I don't want to mess with. I, you know, I came across certain information. And I was just like, I don't want to mess with magic like that. Oh. I'd rather just not know. <laughs> To be honest, that bring them on, bro. Yeah, I want to do my card reading. Exactly, I would love to talk to the dead too. Oh, I know why. Yeah, you why? No, but I just want to be interesting to try it. Scared? 
Damn, Adam. Well, I really do appreciate you coming on. Like, no, your shit, of course, this man, shit. Um, it's, it's a long time in the com- long time coming since 2017. I reached out initially, but it, hey, man. It's a- I think uh, I think that's the one thing that I'm trying to do more of now. Is like because like back then I like didn't think I deserved it. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm not shit yet. You know. It was, but I honestly I didn't wait because for that reason. You know, it no, just it was sure. just about like to me it was just like man like it was just dope. But I I just I honestly felt like you were. Just out of like, like you're doing too much for me to even like. Nah, he ain't gonna want to do my shit. You know like, what's funny is that does happen to us a lot where people think we're so busy, and I literally have to tell them, no, we're not. Like, <laughs> seriously, I tell people all the time, like how many times a day where I'm like, literally once or twice a day, I'm like, I'm so bored right now. Like I get so bored that it's like I would love to go do something. So when people are like, oh, dude, you're so busy. I know you're so busy. I'm like, dude, I'm not that busy. Like hit us up. Like let's go do more stuff. Yeah. Because it's like I'm bored all the time. I'm bored very easily. <laughs> I get very bored. So Man. for me, it's like, and it's like, dude, I have no kids. All I have is two dogs. So it's like, you want to meet at 11 o'clock at night? Sure, no problem. I'll be there. <laughs> no matter. Right? You need to meet at 8 in the morning? Okay, no problem. You want to go do this? No problem. You want me to come? Someone's like, you want to come to San Francisco? Yeah, I'll fly up to San Francisco. Literally, that happened to me a month ago. Someone's like, yo, you want to fly up to San Francisco next week? Yeah, no, let me check a flight. Yeah, I can get a flight. I'll be there. Like, why not? It's experience. Yeah. Right? And I had a great time. And it was awesome. And I flew back. You know what I mean? So it was like, cool. But the reason why I was able to do that is because of where I am. I have a full-time assistant. I have my full-time media company. I have this. I've leveraged my time mm-hmm. where if it was just all me, I wouldn't be able to do it. So I'd rather pay the 50 grand to have an assistant so I can do more things and keep the money. You know? You guys have any questions before this is over? Adam. Yeah, I actually do. Yeah. I actually do. Because yeah. we are recording on Super Tuesday. You know, we are recording the uh, voting day. Oh, yeah. we, we, you, you want to get into politics? Um, a little bit. A little okay. bit. Because I know you, you posted something today about Proposition 13. Yeah. So I want you to break it down for those who don't, who it's, aren't aware. It's too late now if it got passed or not. But We, uh, we, we don't know that, but you, you were saying to vote no on No, no. Right? so it's no on 13. Reason it is, is if your property tax go up, we're all fucked. <laughs> like, everyone who, everyone who lives, who, every old person that's on fixed income, their taxes go up, they're not going to have $400 more a month to do that, right? If you're a renter, you want to go buy a house, it's going to be harder to qualify because prices are higher because taxes are higher, so it's more per month because then it goes debt-to-income ratio, which is a whole other thing. Then if you think if you're renting and your landlord's not going to bump your rent up because now he's paying more on his mortgage, he is. Trust me. And what that does do, a lot of people don't think about, is that if all of a sudden now all these people can't afford their houses anymore because they're on fixed incomes and now they have to move out of state because California is too expensive, their houses go on the market. When a lot of houses go on the market, what does that make to do? There's more supply than demand. Then prices go down, right? So price, even if prices go down, you're now paying more to, on taxes on those properties. So now, even though prices will go down, you're still paying more money for that property because of the taxes and taxes never end. So you're going to be paying more on that property forever. And then if your property taxes go up each or if your the property value goes up each month, you're going to each year you're going to pay more in taxes. So what what are we supposed to vote on proposition 13? Yes, no. Right? No. Okay. No, but it's trick to be yes. They make you word it so that you think mm-hmm. it's yes. And they and then they like throwing school bonds. Oh, it's for new schools. Yeah, no. Then we voted we passed a bill mm-hmm. for 9 billion dollars and there's still nowhere proven that that went to schools. Listen. All right, I'm going to go on a rant for a second about politics. 
Yeah. Listen, what people don't get is every time you raise taxes, you screw us. And even though people want all these government programs to be paid for, they're not going to what we think they're going to. They're going to your homie, like they're going to your homie who's building that project, who's going to charge the state 10 times what it should cost them because they're homies with the governor and the governor is going to pay you money, right? So every time they raise money for us to get stuff done, that does two things. One, it stops making develop develop because it costs too much money. They don't want to lose any money. So then what does that do? We can't even keep up the supply of rent or for housing. So that makes housing go up, right? So it screws us in that. And we're paying more in taxes. And two, what it does is it just takes everything costs more. Yeah. Right? Like everything costs more. If taxes go up, everyone pays more, mm-hmm. right? Minimum wage went up. What do they do? Half the time I order McDonald's or wherever I go on a computer screen now. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why they do this stuff, Democrats, is because they think they want to push this push this thing about, oh, I want to help people. The problem is, is that Pelosi has been in government her whole life. How is she worth $100 million? Thank if, you, Adam. Like if you work for the Thank government, how you. are you worth $100 million? How is that possible? And then we always go and people go, I love how every year we, we're arguing right now of all the idiots that we have running for Trump versus Bernie or whatever. The reason why is because you, you don't make money in the public sector. You make money in the private sector. Do you think Elon Musk is going to run for the president in the United States? No, he's running Tesla. He's actually making real money. So the reason why we never have smart people in government, there's no money there. You go make your money in private. It's just like being a lawyer. There's no badass lawyers working for the city city of Riverside or county of Riverside and that are defending all the people that are locked up on weed charges or whatever charges are at. No, because you don't make any money. You're going to go to the private sector and charge 10 times what you would make in the public sector. That's why we have idiots that do this because there's no money in it. And so how do you get money? You get people to give you money and endorsements, and you then launder it. All, all so sorts then, of oh, shit. all of a sudden, if I'm giving you fifty thousand dollars, I'm not gonna think you're not gonna have to vote towards what benefits yep. me. Yep. Come on, yeah, bro. Come on, it's just like it's just like they we control them. We we want to we want to raise all this money for the homeless, but we still have a massive homeless problem. Mm-hmm. Where's all that money going mm-hmm. to? Because it's corrupt. It's not going where it's supposed it's, to go. It's going to a stupid train that goes to freaking. Bakersfield. Why? What is with this train to Bakersfield that no one wants? I've been doing that. All the that houses no one they wants. burn down to Vegas. Everybody. No one yeah. wants it. So that's the thing. Is like here's the biggest thing too. He's already out. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so here's all the things too. Is like that. Where it's just like, if you, it, here's the problem. Is that we allow dumb people to make decisions for us because they think they're smarter than us, but they're really just dumb, and they're just smart enough to get people to like them. That's it. Because here's the thing. None of them have ever done, most of them have never done anything in their life. Bernie Sanders, he's never had a real job before. I'm sorry. He's never had a real job before. Thank you. So who is he have any life? He's uh, he's a, Hillary, a freeloader. Hillary Clinton, never had a real job. She was a politician. Pelosi, politician. Right? So it's like, we allow these people, but they don't know anything about their real lives. They don't know how it is to be someone that lives paycheck to paycheck. They don't know anyone that has a, actually like has a life. They haven't, been, they haven't been in the real world in 20 years. And then, you know, you want to go with all the stuff with Bernie and want to run taxes. Okay, so he wants to raise, spend $97 trillion in the next 10 years. Okay. Where's that money going to come from? Mm-hmm. So for me, oh, it's going to go from the really rich. Why should you take from the really rich? 
to give to the poor. I'm sorry. Yes, should they pay taxes? I agree, but I bet you that person worked way harder to get there because not that many people are born millionaires. A lot nowadays are work to be billionaires or millionaires. You know, every once in a while, someone's born into a family, obviously. But it takes so much work and so much stress and so much headache to build something. I mean, fuck, I'll be frank on here. I don't care. I mean, my, my 1099 last year was $408,000. 408, right? I maybe made... I maybe pocketed twenty five grand last year. Maybe after making four hundred, because after you pay taxes, you pay your expenses. You pay one hundred twenty thousand dollars in staff a year. You pay for all your expenses. Your health insurance. I don't get health insurance. My retirement. I don't get any retirement. If something's break, I got to pay for it. Right after you pay for everything, you're not making that much money. So what? So if you raise, like Bernie wants to raise um, payroll tax. If you bump up my payroll tax. I then fire him. So what does that do? Then he doesn't have a job. How does that make any sense? Right? Or every time you want to raise corporate tax, I, can do, I can't do more with my company because I'm not getting it reinvested in my company. So now you're taking money away from me that I could be putting into a new employee. No, you're taking it for your government program that's probably not even going to where it should be going. And that's the thing is that 95% of people are not business owners. They're hourly workers and they don't process and they think we're all just greedy jerks because we own the companies. But when you take money away, why? what am I doing this for free? Why would I want to do that? Like we're doing this to make money. We're here yeah. to, to do it. So every time the government takes money away from you and raises taxes and does all these things, two things happen. One, we do less. Developers do less. Business owners do less. All these people do less. And then two, we hide our money. And you really think the billionaires are not smart enough to hide money? You don't think? Uh, Look at Joe Biden. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> well, you don't think Jeff Bezos isn't smart enough to of hide course. all his money? Of course, he's, he's of a course. genius for a reason. My next question goes into that. Yeah. Do you think mattress firms, since you work with a lot of you know new homeowners, mm-hmm. they, they're into the market of buying mattresses? Do you think mattress firm is a money laundering business? Of oh, mattresses? Yeah. Uh, I would say the only places I think are money laundering are the ones that like shops that I've seen open forever, and I'm like, I never Albertos. Seen. But who? No one buys mattresses every day, and there's mattress stores everywhere, <laughs> and there's stories about people going in there like, I really like that one, but I only have three hundred bucks, and the guy's like, okay, yeah, three hundred, it's yours, and you're just like, <laughs> I, I would assume, I would say then mattresses are probably a lot cheaper than we think they are. Well, be, definitely, yeah, but. Do you think it's a money laundering business? I've actually never thought about that question before, to be honest. But, <laughs> but I would say this. There's a few shops in Riverside that I know how much their rent has to be and no one's ever walked into it that I'm like, that has to be a front. That plant shop. The plant shop? The plant shop? I swear this. The plant shop? Hold on. Don't get, me, don't, don't get me shot up. In no, the- no, 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 no. The, <laughs> the fake plant spot. It's like actual plants, not weed. Like actual plants that are right next, next to uh, the barber shop, which is right next to... That bar on the corner, uh, Worthington's. Worthington's. I've never really seen anyone go in there, and I know that place has to be at least three G's a month. It's right on like Orange in University. There's a Hawaiian spot right here, like Hawaiian swimwear that's been open. Oh, that place, the swimsuit spot on Van Buren. Right. That place has been forever. Forever, bro. Since and I- I've never seen anyone go there. <laughs> it always looks closed. Exactly. So yeah. you and and the other one, 
La, how you say La Michiwana? La Michoacana? La Michoacana. But all of them, like Alberto's, La Michoacana, there's too many of them on every corner. I'm like, bro, not a, there's not, you guys well, there are not that, that busy. There used to be that Alberto's in the corner next to the plant, sh- the, against the uh, garden place. I swear never one was ever went in there because it was brutal. You just went to the Alberto's down the street. But I had been at Burroughs one time and there was a shooting back in the day in high school. Well, yeah. I, no, but there's way too many. Like this one right here, the La Michoacana right here. You walk out and you'll see another yeah. one directly across there's, you. Yeah. There's too many, like, there's not that packed to have one across the street from each Ice other. Ice cream is not that much in demand for them <laughs> to be in open like that. It's just not. Oh, I mean, I, I would say, and that's, that's the cartel thing. Funds. So, well, that's the thing, too, is like, it's like, uh, there's so many, like, there's so many things that get done in the back doors that when, the moment, when the moment you get opened up to it, you're like, oh, okay. That's how this is actually all pulled up, and it's, it's same thing. Is get witted or you out? Same thing with real estate <laughs> with me. Like you know, when I got like became like started doing deals and started becoming like people are like, oh, that's how that works. Oh, okay, that like I, I don't take money from anyone because I don't ever want to be owed to anyone. That's like why I would never be in politics. But it's just like, oh, that's how that guy affords all that stuff. People are paying him to use his service. Oh, okay. I didn't, okay, that does make a lot of sense now. That's how he pulls that off and has all these super nice cars and stuff. Epstein. Uh, oh, Epstein. No, you can start with Epstein. Let's not, let's not do <laughs> that. If we want to get into conspiracy let's not, theories. No, let's not. Let's not. I mean, we could do that all day, but I don't, uh, I'm not. We're not going to go into conspiracy I'm, I'm theories. Like, I choose what guests to do that way. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go into conspiracy. I, I'm very heavy in, like, politics. I'm actually very into politics and, like, stuff like that and, like, and like conspiracy theories. Q. So, oh, Q, oh, yes. Oh, uh, fuck it. Adam, yes. you know about Q? Yeah, of oh, course. Oh, hell yeah. Of course, hell, dude. Hell yeah. How, how do you say you it? You trust the Q plan? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll say what this. What I'm talking about, how, dog. How do you say it? W, where is it at? When we go, when we go off, <laughs> the fuck I'm talking about, man. I'll tell you this. I truly believe this. I truly like there's like seven families that run the whole world. Of I tru- course. I truly it's believe that. It's not YouTube, but of course. I truly So I know you're talking about Jeff, but I'm like, dark. there are dark arts, though. So oh, let's sure. not talk about that, but... I, I, I do that's why when people like you don't care about something like if they want it to happen they'll make it happen thank you it's so nice when someone else isn't saying it besides me because I think I'm always the one that's crazy saying <laughs> no, it no I'm just saying like it's like it, 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 there's too many parts that happen in the world perfect example like what's hilarious right now is like the coronavirus right oh god I want to go deep right now it's like the coronavirus I'm about to go to sleep right now so it's like the coronavirus right there's more people that die each year from the flu, but everyone's freaking out the coronavirus, which then now is a cash, crashing the economy, which then lowering Fed rates. So like, like, like if you don't think that CNN, NBC, all the, I don't even listen to the news Thank anymore because they're all ran by the same people. So they push their narrative out there. Like, what's so funny? As much as they hate Trump, they wanted Trump to get elected. Mm-hmm. Let's like, let's, not, let's just stop acting like. Listen, there's no Democrat and Republican. There are Republicans and Republicans. Or there's there's they're all on the same team, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, and you think they have any control? No, it's like seven to ten families that are wealthy. The lizard people. Yeah, I don't know about lizard <laughs> people, but they are so rich oh, that life. they can control everything. It's perfect. If they want the economy to crash, they can make it crash. Yeah. For example, they want gas prices to go up. All of a sudden, one of the oil shops, have, the oil bur- oh, breweries have to get shut down, right? Sh- yeah, because it blew up in LA or something like that. Blew up or oh, yeah, this whatever, got attacked. Wow. The C- CIA is attacking something. Or, dude, mm-hmm. I also think 9-11 was inside job. Of course. So. It, of course. Come on. That's, that's starters. Yeah. That's if you don't, if you, if you, if you don't think 9-11 is inside track, you're going to get problems. I, dude, I'll tell me you believe in flat earth. You believe in flat earth? No. Okay, then that's what we're, that's what we're, I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to go. Yeah. All right. I gotta go on that. On that note, we gotta go on that one. Huh? So were you friends with Matt Mike? With Matt Mike? Yeah, the Rocky guy that died the other day. I know, I know. 
He's uh, a yeah. but this is what I tell people about about all that shit. The same way we can't prove it's flat, you can't prove it's round. So, no, and so, so, uh, but here's, so here's the thing that's so great about it. Me, so then it goes back to this: if the same thing happened to you that happened to me. I probably believe the same thing you do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I never get offended by anyone's opinion yeah. because if the same thing happened to you or you, if I read the same thing you or whatever, and I probably believe the same thing you do. Mm-hmm. How could the earth be flat when I got curved? But you know when you start believing it too more, when YouTube starts banning videos, when YouTube starts, you know, when IG starts hiding it, that's when you're like, okay, that's yeah. So I just don't. I mean, I just don't know like their reasoning on like banning flat Earth. They well, think con- about it, bro. Well, they consider it false information. That's, that's the why. thing. Yeah. So, and that's where it's like, all right, even Reddit. Reddit was one of the communities that said, like, we'll never, ever, ever ban free speech. Oh, well, see, here's the thing. It's like, cool, let people believe there's flat earth. Who cares? And, even, and at now, first, I, I would deny it, but I didn't want to hear it. But and then now, I started seeing more shit. But now with Reddit, someone is getting paid. The CEO right. is getting paid now. So now they're moderating what goes into these conspiracy sure. Everything threats. Everything gets corrupted, bro. So it's like, dang, like. You guys were dope as shit a year ago, yeah. but now you guys are... You'll see, like, content removed. I don't go to Content Reddit. removed. I don't think I've ever been on Reddit. I, I love Reddit. I don't think I've Fucking ever been on Reddit. Fucking informative. This can go a whole other hour, man. I'm, I'm not trying to get into it, man. I appreciate you, Adam. Of Thank course, you for man. coming Thanks through. For me. Appreciate uh, it. This is the Overly Blown Podcast, man. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Wait. Yeah, I'll see y'all when I see y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>